0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment.
1: This week saw the passing of the Iron Sheik at the age of 81 years old. Um, a WWE a, a Hall of Famer, a legend in the wrestling business. Um, many people are very sad with his passing. Um... And we at Google Backup would like to extend um, our best wishes to his family and his friends that knew him. Um, I, as a member of the LGBT community, have not forgotten some of the home phone comments this man made, um, and I've just put it on record that um, gone and not forgotten in more ways than one. Good! Bad! Good! Bad!
2: Good!
0: All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 239. As with me, as always, in the Good Cop, Bad Cop studios, he's groaning already and I haven't even started yet, the new voice of British wrestling, the magnificent one himself, metalia Nyhart. How are you doing, buddy? Still not the worst one you could have picked for me, I guess. I'm doing good. Thank oh, you, there's man. some worse ones? Ooh, oh, I one there's one you haven't come up with yet, which, which made me, like, exit immediately, yes. Oh, I, I... and... <laughs> Wow. Um, I only literally thought on the way home I was like oh crap I totally forgot to think of one and luckily that one came to me in about five seconds there's going to be a point though when I'm going to hit um, a mental block and not be able to think of any so but anyway, oh, I'm sure
1: I'm, when you find you'll, you'll know I, I won't respond to you Graham how have you been Graham how's your t- last
0: two weeks been CM Punk no I can't think of one was it um, No. Um, we're towards the end of the school I got four days left everything's all good how about you buddy
1: yeah, that the sort of thing that would make me exit the chat immediately, Graham, yes. <laughs> um, yes, um, last week, busy, busy last last week or so. Uh, we were both babies last week. Graham had um, had um, bats and balls on his mind. Um, and and I was, this time last week, I was ringside. So that may come up in Good Cop. You know, it might come up in Good Cop. Um, they will. Um, but um, I wanted to address something, Graham. And um, I'm okay. aware that I'm not the biggest mathematician in the world.
0: Okay. Didn't you want to introduce our guest first?
1: Or... Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we got a Hall of Famer with us today. Um, we are. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Graham, how about you introduce the Hall of Famer?
0: I think you just did it. How's it going, Ryan?
2: It's going. How are you, <laughs> gentlemen?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Now we know that Now I, we've uh, cleared the I eye was, was eye
2: struggling eye. not to make a uh, penis joke about batten balls, but, you know that's just me
1: okay well we, we definitely set the tone for the chat today
2: i mean i how many times have i appeared on this show
0: oh shoot I, i'm running out of fingers and this if, if is this to be your sixth appearance on good. is that all it seems like a lot more it, it's that.
2: because i've done mgb uh, oh of course i did jgb or whatever jcbc
0: is yeah. a good or bad
2: card um yeah i've done good card bad card which i've got a second appearance coming don't think up i got you on good bad baseball though uh no because i literally can't tell you anything about baseball after the year 2004 matt no, was t- on I I 2005. that was I on the show he
0: doesn't, he doesn't know anything about baseball I, I it's not it. a
2: prerequisite for being I, I, I stopped watching baseball after the the red sox won the world series in 04 and uh, 30, ticket ticket prices at fenway went from like eight dollars to like a hundred dollars and i said this right, isn't need, worth my time i,
0: I need you to, I, I, I don't normally say this because i love listening to you around but you need to stop talking because i need you on season two that's one of my favorite eras to talk about i would l- gladly talk to you for as long as you like about the 2004 you know four what and
2: i can turn that entire episode into something completely not about baseball by only talking about baseball so i, I would love to be on there Consider
0: yourself booked. All right, Matt, get back to your question. I know it's something to do with
1: maths. Well, Graham, you shared something this week which annoyed me and angered me. It wasn't your fault, okay? The fact that you agreed with uh, chat Grapple and Cheat Pops, was it that? No, no, but, I'll, but I can't lay it wrong. Oh. um No, you shared, something about, it, you shared something about a milkshake this week, Graham. I did a milkshake. which I don't even I, remember I, I, Oh, the one with twenty five hundred calories in it. Twenty six hundred calories. Oh, well, okay. I did I'm th- rounding. I, I- yeah, but that may is grand. But I've done the maths, which okay. I'm aware isn't the best, but I have run it past uh, my brother, who is good with maths. Okay. Um. Now, for the start, the numbers don't add up
0: okay well i'm sure it's not realistic it could be a spoof picture i'm not saying it is it, is it is but okay.
1: people believe this bullshit. and it happens all the time with all this sort of stuff and it really really fucking pisses me off because it only has 1400 calories by that maths, we do a uh-huh. lot of calories i grant you it's a lot of calories i give you that still uh-huh. recommended daily allowance of fat in your diet is um, for a man, thirty grams per day. Okay, just, saturated, you know? saturated. Saturated. Oh right? uh, yeah. um Yeah. no mm, open the picture up again. Um, saturated fat, thirty grams a day. Yes, that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it says here that one of these has fifty-nine grams of saturated fat. Okay. I'm like, okay, so that's, that's that's just under two hundred percent by what they go <laughs> by.
0: My it, gosh. It, I it, almost fainted the mat them if someone who's not good at math. I'm impressed on this so far. But Keep the going. number it has next
1: to it is two hundred and
0: ninety-five percent. My math oh. ain't that bad, but I'm not off by hundred percent. Well, you just said that's for males though. So did for it do women, average, males and females? Women women would be women would be 20 grams. But oh, that's about right then, 295.
1: But they're not saying that women. they're saying it in general. Add to the fact that. Um, Baskin Robbins doesn't sell a 32 fluid ounce milkshake. So oh, someone's okay. made this up themselves.
0: Okay. So you're telling me, me I've, I've seen, done my research. So when I see something like toothpaste flavored Doritos, like I can't post that anymore then? Oh, you can absolutely post that, Scrum. But I'm saying that like, this no, sort of thing, no. nutrition facts, something which I've been doing a lot of studying on for my
1: course, that annoys me <laughs> that people have tried to. It's, got, it's gone viral around the world, this fucking, this fucking thing, and it's annoyed the fuck out of me. I work in the health industry. Trust me, I am not happy about it.
2: Since when did I become the chill one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
2: I'm happy now, yeah. I'm happy now. You guys are in for a ride today because, man, I got this is probably going to be my chillest appearance on your show.
1: I've got more bad comments I've ever had, Graham, this week, by the way.
0: I, I can't believe you ruined the intro that I was going to do just for that. That could have easily been an open agenda. How about you? How worried. about you do your intro, Graham? will we'll, we'll cut of No, office. it's too late. I can't do it now. It's, the moment's already passed. No, the moment has already passed. Unfortunately, there will be other opportunities. There will be other say. opportunities. I dare say. Oh, let's ask our guest how he is. He was kind of a little. It was a little general before, but just to, what's going on in the world, Ryan? Yeah. they've no, been um, bugging uh... you like that's bugging Matt. Can we take you out of
2: your chill zone? I mean, everything that's bugging me right now, other than uh, I, I had a bit, of a, a bit of a health issue over the past seven days, but I'm feeling better, so that's good, mm-hmm. um, and everything else that's bugging me is uh, related to professional wrestling, oh. and luckily, there's going to be a couple of segments on this show where I can talk about that. It's, it's, okay. it's very fascinating how that works out.
0: This it's just how um, the planets align. That's perfect that you'd be on I the know. show this week, then, right? That worked out beautifully. Indeed, that felt like a good cup cool moment. Let's have some more. Good!
1: Bad! That was my slickest ever segue. <laughs> Ryan, guests get to go first. Go ahead, sir.
2: My good cup moment is very simple. I am elated at the what seems to almost be meteoric rise of gcw and the phenomenal tournament of survival and cage of survival events that they ran um that was this past weekend right yes. yeah 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 and and the fact that the thing that i think the you know the 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 good cop of that really was even though he's a heel and it was everything you know he got trashed thrown at him was the way they had Blake Christian win the GCW title by essentially standing at ringside in the gear that the cameramen used to protect themselves from all the broken glass and all that, just to have him go, boom, guess who's champion now, bitches. I just thought it was it was it was the kind of booking that you don't typically see on for lack of a better term, an indie show. It's the kind of booking you see in WWE and AEW and Impact and, you know, Ring of Honor and the the, the bigger promotions. And I, I I really enjoyed it. I, you know, I'm a big deathmatch fan. So I thought the entire tournament was fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed some of the innovative spots they put on. I really enjoyed Matt Tremont going through the barbed wire structure that fell into the crowd, <laughs> Oh, shoot. Oh, if you haven't seen it, go go check out the clip. So it's a wooden structure with webbed barbed wire on it. And he takes the bump off the apron, but the structure collapsed and rocked backwards into the front row. So they're holding up this wooden barbed wire structure with a, you know, north of 300 pound gentleman, I'm assuming who's trapped in barbed wire and it was just a phenomenal sight to see um fantastic match i'm a big tremont fan so it was good to see him never said i know right it was good to see him uh doing a a good old-fashioned deathmatch tournament and tomorrow actually this weekend which this will probably not come out so this past (laughs) weekend H2O, Tremont's promotion, is celebrating seven years. Wow. So, good for them. Congratulations to everyone involved, including the bulldozer. Especially the bulldozer. He's kind of the the brains. So, that's my good cop. I just suddenly realized I have no idea who
0: the current IWTV champion is. Because I know Matt Tremont was at the start of the year. But this is kind of how, kind of a little out of, since I've stopped subscribing to IWTV, I'm a little mm. out of the loop
2: right now. And that's a great question because I am completely blanking right now. I know it, and I can't think of it right now.
0: It's obviously not Tremont anymore because it's been too long. It's been six, six months. I'm sure I would. I'm sure it's changed hands since then.
2: I, I want to. I know who it, is. it was Cruel at a time. Mm-hmm. I think Cruel won it from Tremont.
0: I thought it was the other way around. I thought
2: did cruel Tremont win it, because, it from
0: Cruel because well, Cruel disappeared. I can tell you who it is. You want me? To? Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it Isn't was it from a Google, or is this because you know a uh,
1: bit of both? <laughs> bit of both. Uh, I do believe it's AC Mac
0: again. Oh, okay. I do believe uh, AC no, Mac held
1: it for a oh, long. No, hold long on, period. hold on, hold on, hold on. Never trust Google. Uh oh, it, it's, still, it's still Matt Tremont.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's
1: why still Jack. <laughs>
2: interesting because it's i I kind of i kind of lost track of it now that wrestling open has their own title and they're because they were you know they were one of the places with beyond wrestling spoiler alert wrestling open is beyond um you know it, it was mainly defended there um and then now that they have their own title which it looks like uh anthony green returned to oh. to wrestling open. And it looks like he might be challenging for the title. And he yeah. is current limitless champion as well, I believe. Um, I'm very out of touch with the indies right now, if I'm being perfectly honest.
0: It just feels like so two years ago. <laughs> Anthony Green being champion up at Limitless, uh, yeah. uh appearing at beyond, yeah. like it just, yeah. It's it's good to circle. see him
2: back in the States. You know, he had a yeah, fantastic absolutely. run over in Japan and mm. You know, I I feel like this, you know, this current indie run hopefully will lead to something good, whether it's WWE under Triple H now or whether it's, you know, heading over to AEW and see what he can do there, which, I mean, that's what everyone does. We've all seen their roster, Um, you know, who knows? Yeah, the,
1: the roster for Fight Forever is getting bigger and bigger. People asking for more and more DLC ain't gonna happen um graham just a of curiosity iwtv you were you're a big fan of their, of the championship over the years you've seen Orion cassidy holding on the court pulling it out of his rucksack um he's he's yeah. only a two-time champion of course mm-hmm. um but who was the first iwtv first champion? was jonathan gresham it was jonathan gresham everyone doesn't give him that that um, amazing accolade that mm-hmm. he that he, a lot of big names have held that belt
0: yeah, it made. was a no it was i saw it fought for at nova pro um i think one of the matches was against i want to say it was sanjay Dutt, and i think sanjay Dutt got injured mm. um i think logan might have even fought for it or was supposed to get a chance he, 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 quite, he, meant, to have a, he meant to have a match at, at the promotion that we don't talk about anymore um yeah exactly well I, yeah that's it
1: Yeah, and, yeah. It, and, and it, i know it, hot sauce
0: tracy that. williams was there as well yeah
1: they are meant to have that shot
0: at the event we were going to Oh, of course, of course. Um, Retro A G actually <coughs> that was one of the last autographs Mason actually got on his uh that organization we don't mention. Um, the jersey. Um, because yeah. we weren't gonna cause we were trying to get wrestlers who we knew, he was trying to get autographs and trying to fill in the shirt because it was kind of like the final event and everything. And um we didn't we didn't get that one because we were like, Well, he's charging, like he's charging twenty dollars for his autograph. We can't ask him just to autograph our shirt. And Tim was like, Hey, come with me, come with me. And he's like, Hey, can you sign this kid's shirt? <laughs> so uh yeah mason has a retro EG autograph on his i'm hoping he still has that jersey i would i haven't seen it in a few years now no. i would love to see you'll who's kill, autographs on there. i know benjamin banks is on there for sure i will be curious him. to see who else that is on shirt there. That, that shirt you'll kill him oh probably it's uh yeah it's got it's got some memories on it for sure yeah,
1: yeah. Well, let, well let's continue to talk right, about but you got, Matt? it's maybe a free for free of indy stuff you never know graham um I, obviously, i'm obviously going to talk about cxw no it won't be that, that, okay. It's it. really weird how the indie guy isn't going to talk about indie wrestling. Uh, I wanted to watch the um, It was an amazing event last week. Um, bearing in mind that, that we... we, um, I had to say we because I'm part of the company. We only sold 325 tickets um, up until last Monday. Uh, we had a 425 house. We had standing room at one point.
2: Those are beyond um, numbers
1: yeah yeah it, it, it was amazing this is only their seventh show and they've done phenomenally well i'm so proud to be a part of a part of the team but <coughs> excuse me i've got bad cough though so i've to the advance
0: good cough bad cough indeed but
1: i got some amazing autographs from the fearless flatline and little legs for example mm. um they all signed my notes as they, they always do they're all amazing guys and gals <laughs>
0: um
1: this one though is from Johnny Storm, the legend. No, it doesn't show up on the camera, unfortunately. Oh, no. I
0: can see it. At the bottom autograph at the bottom, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But what? But you know, I don't know what it says, Graham. It says two Chef." Oh, I can't see the right. Two Chef from Johnny. Storm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it that shows, your nickname there? But more
1: always a one, Graham, because because. The day before, I get a me- an order message from Paris. Shout out to Paris, by the way, who was who was on another podcast, the Nerdic Pro podcast on Facebook this week, live. He was. Oh, it's, it's in the archive on Facebook. Go watch it. It's a blast. Um, he um he phone he messaged me like like any chance that you could do um the barbecuing for us beforehand because we have because we haven't got. Cause, <laughs> The, the, because the people, the the, the amazing food truck that's coming, wanted to charge per per item still for the, for the wrestlers. Well, Paris feeds them for free. Paris don't charge them for it. Yeah. And I was like, and I rocked up. So I was like, of course, no problem, sort of thing. So I put an apron in my bag because I'm like, yeah, it's fine, sort of thing. I rocked up and I was like, Paris, you are aware that I'm a chef by trade. Like, no. Yeah, I'm a chef of the shoot of my shoot job. Oh, he didn't know that. No
2: no no i
0: don't
1: know oh i said no, no, oh okay i don't know because there's no way <laughs> to do it so um there i was cooking off cooking up a storm literally for johnny storm um jackson arrow doing the tricks the, the uk pitbulls um some amazing amazing talent backstage and that's, a, that's one of the great stories i can now tell is that okay. is that i've been hassled for food by johnny storm it was amazing <laughs> absolutely amazing <laughs> um, but I don't want to give too much away. But the results are out there now because Power has been sharing them on the Facebook pages. Um, it's well worth your time to go check out uh, when they come up on YouTube. Um, watching um, a freeway dance for that um, that championship, the Championship, in bringing a fan into the ring and ha- and using him as a weapon. Um, that kill remember that for the rest of his life there's some
2: jordan there's some jordan grace right there <laughs> absolutely
1: absolutely Use <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. Um, I, um at the last event uh leonardo darwin a hardcore guy from the north of england came down got in the face of a, a kid of down syndrome uh now obviously he was just messing with the crowd because that's what he does sort of thing well i remembered all of this from the commentary i had to play into the commentary well, he got in the ring with a fear of flatliner, obviously uh, who is a British legend, and hooked him in a full Nelson and walked him over to the kid and actually beckoned the kid over, and the kid slaps him across the face because he was asked to do so. And I was like, that kid waited four months for that. And it was so nice because they did that for that kid. They made him feel so special. And that's what In-的- In The Apostles- is all about. The, the amount of fan interaction was ridiculous. We saw Chop being thrown against people in four deserts all night long. Now, I'm aware that Graham is a little bit about that because Jackson turned the chance down.
0: He regrets it. He regrets but it.
1: one thing I can say, Graham, is that one thing I can say is it doesn't matter. People are still doing it out there. He might get another chance. You might <laughs> get another chance.
2: And that's a big thing. And, and you know, it does obviously you know, transcend independent wrestling because you you do see it in WWE and AEW as well. That fan interaction is, you know, mainly at house shows, obviously, with WWE. But, like, that fan interaction is is so important. Um, There's that video going around right now of Solo arguing with the little kid in the front row and Solo is a stoic, silent character, which makes it that much more entertaining when he kind of breaks character. Um, I remember you know, and, 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 you know, children and adults alike. I remember uh, front row and I'm sorry, Matt, but I'm going to tell the story, but it is what it is. Front row at a uh, WWE house show. And this roster will let you know what was going on. Um, There were, there were two things that happened. First uh, there was a lumberjack match in which uh, Dean Ambrose was still wearing trunks so this is yeah. this is pre-shield Dean Ambrose oh, that, yeah. um, and we were uh, heckling uh, Antonio Cesaro he's still wow. had a first name at this point um and we were calling him pepperoni nipples <sighs> so he goes over and he starts whispering to to Moxley and then he points at us and they switch places in the lumberjack lineup Two weeks later on Raw, John Cena comes out and calls Cesaro pepperoni nipples. And we can only believe that that got back to the boys and the boys just and Cena was like, hell yeah, I'll do that. The second same show, we are uh, chanting ECW because uh, Mr. Brooks and his uh, manager, Paul Heyman, are out there. Yeah. And CM Punk gets on the middle rope, points straight into my face, and says, stop living in the past. It's dead. But that was such a, you know, that's such a great moment. Like, that interaction is something you don't get if you go to Monday Night Raw. You don't get if you go to Dynamite. You don't get if you go to a pay-per-view. It's house shows and the independents where you really get to interact with your favorite wrestlers. And it's so important, especially for kids, because that's going to – um. Someone give me the name, the little girl that Sasha made cry. Yeah, I can't remember. He's a wrestler now. Mm. Like that interaction affected her on a deep level because it was truly being part of the show. And I'm sure that was part of the spark that led to that.
1: Unquestionably, unquestionably. I mean, I I mean, that the little kid who was picked out of a crowd by Big F and Joe. Who um, is one of the biggest hardcore wrestlers in on the planet? He bleeds for fun. He sells his blood-covered underwear and um, and shirts. Well, they're just trunks, Graham, but they basically they look like underwear. They're actually trunks, but they're, they're meant to look like underwear. They're meant to. <clears throat> he sells them for money to obviously pop up his things. but there's he's going to a lot of AEs in Venice, but he's also made it big stateside as well. So I'm not sure he's on the deathmatch site over there or not, um, Ryan. But he, um, the, the kid he picked out the crowd, um, he's now been called Little F and Joe because he came dressed as him. I mean, that kid's gonna remember that forever at the last event, let's have it, when RKJ was facing Zack Zodiac. The night boy is going at it for the championship. Um, Zach Zodak pulled him out into a tree of woe position, basically, and then beckoned the entire front row on two sides to hold him in place and just pull him against the ring post while he took a, while he took a breather in the front row. That sort of thing. Those kids will remember that forever. It's so important. And I'm privileged to just be a small part of it. I had someone and this is not a like those kids, um the the um the guy who had Down syndrome wanted a picture with me. I'm like, what? I'm not the commentator wanted a picture with me. I'm like certainly certainly something. Like, I did. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> How much did you charge him? Not a penny. <laughs> not a penny. Not a penny. Not penny, but I do what I did get. I just get. wondered if the celebrity had gone to your head. I, no, just I got. I I not really think you're
0: still level.
1: I did get a lot of free merch, though. Okay. Well, Ali okay, gave me a free shirt, Damien gave me a discount on his, Johnny Storm, wanted to pay five pound, charged five pounds for his 8 by 10 uh-huh. with an autograph, five pounds for an 8 by 10 that's autograph? By legend. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I get that anywhere. And he said, you get it for free because oh. you cooked for me. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> nice you know, you know it's, it's all good it's all good and they have now got a new supplier graham for their shirts and things they've between our last show and we our current and the show we're doing right now uh they were think they we were let down by their shirt supplier they had a two grand order in, two grand order in, and the day before the show can't fulfill it sorry
0: oh wow because that was be, I said in lieu of you losing a bet with me again uh so Pullen, that, yeah. finishing bottom of the premier league but finishing 10th i said you can get get me a cxw shirt and you can give it to me when i see you in London, england and uh, i feel bad because uh, i couldn't get it for you that's all right we'll find we'll figure something out. i sorry, will
1: get you one. one as soon as i will go graham i'll sort it out for you
0: yeah <laughs> and i can get it in five years time awesome
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. make sure make sure you pick me up one too
0: that, okay if you if you want right what
1: size do you take XL. XL? Okay, no problem. So large for Graham, XL for
0: Ryan. I'm... I'm not, geez, I wish I was large. Large, large for
1: large, Graham, in, the, in your email?
0: No, extra large. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Really? How, <laughs> how, <laughs> hold on. Let, okay, I'm telling you, I'm extra large. I believe like, you, but it's large. Break let's break good kayfabe. Good job it didn't come through then. Thank God <laughs> Graham, how tall are you? 6'2".
2: Oh, I didn't know you were that tall.
0: Well, on a good day. If I'm wearing my good shoes, I'm 6'2". Six 6'1 six yeah. half really.
2: You're a tall boy. Mason will to be I past am. him. Uh, eh, not
0: about
1: that. you only passed me, Graham, so. Eh, well
2: how tall are you, Matt? Five eight and a half. I'm literally smack dab in the middle of both of you. I'm five eleven.
1: The the half makes all the difference, trust me.
2: <laughs> it sure does.
1: Like my, my good oh, husband. What? My husband is five eleven, six foot, depending what shoes he's wearing.
0: Anyway, Graham, have to talk oh, to... I was going to mention uh, one thing I saw because I did see the, the video that you talked about and I, I saw pictures afterwards. The thing that reminded me most about Jackson is little effing Joe. They're like, hey, get a picture with Joe and he's looking off to the side. I was like, Jackson always used to do that on pictures when he was a few years longer. He'd be like, Jackson, look at the camera. And he'd be like, oh. so I guess it's a little kid thing. Mason never used to do that. So I never really noticed it. But yeah, obviously it's something that somebody else mentioned. They're like, oh yeah, my kids do that as well. Gra- Graham, know, you
1: can't actually. even tell what color belts
0: are. Hmm. So we'll let you off, we'll let you off, on that okay. side outside of things. But how about you? Is your good cut moment of the week? Now, I actually, um, I-, I was too lazy to change any of my moments, with one exception. Um, I actually had kind of moments sketched out for in case we recorded eleven days ago, Matt, which we didn't. And um, I was like, if anything catches my eye, I'll kind of switch things in. Um, only one thing that caught my eye that I really wanted to switch, and I saw this yesterday. Uh, this was from. Whoops. Uh, This was from the pro wrestling world. I saw this on Facebook and it was uh, an interview about Paul Heyman and he was talking about John Cena and his uh, Make-A-Wish visits. Quote, I don't have the words to convey the admiration I have for John Cena as a human being. There had to come a point in time where Vince had to sit down with John and say, you need to let me go public with these Make-A-Wish visits. You have to. You know you're hurting Make-A-Wish by not allowing me to do that, because if people understood how much of your time you give to Make-A-Wish and to these kids, they'll be inclined to contribute. They'll be inclined to get involved. You will help them if you allow this. Because Cena never wanted to exploit it, he never wanted publicity for it, he never wanted recognition for it, he wanted to just do it, that's a hero. Um, End quote. End quote. Like, obviously, we obviously know John Cena's an absolute legend. We know that he's got, like, the Guinness Book of Records for the most number of um, Make-A-Wish fulfillments, or whatever word it it is. Um, But it goes on to talk about the fact that it's not just that. When the sessions are actually finished, he'll, he says he'll often eat uh, eat dinner with the people. Uh, he'll go and watch TV with them. Um, he'll go hang out with them. And um, yeah, just it just adds a little bit more to that story. That I, I never thought that he did it for the publicity or anything like that. But the fact that he actively did it without publicity for such a long period of time just makes it... I don't know. It makes it even more satisfying story than it originally was. And I don't think we ever mentioned this as a good cop moment, but I know there was a story on Facebook as well. And I don't remember the specifics, but Matt, you probably know, so you can chime in whenever you like. There was a student, sorry, there was a, a kid who was, um, I don't think that they were, I don't think that they could speak. I think, I can't remember exactly what affliction they had or whatever, um, but they had to move countries because of. I don't know. Something was going on. So, it was basically, the war it was in refugees. Ukraine. Okay, it was, if that's what it was. So, anyway, but they said, but they didn't. to so explain to the kid like you can't explain that. So they said, John Cena's going to meet you. John Cena heard about this and actually I, I think they moved to the Netherlands and like I say I'm really clutching at straws here because this wasn't part of the moment um, and anyway the kid got to meet John Cena and I was like wow what what a good guy Like John Cena definitely didn't need to do that but they had to tell that kid whatever they needed to tell them just to get them out of the dangerous situation they were in Yeah, trying, yeah. the fact that John Cena was a comforting image for that person just tells you how what a good guy John Cena is
2: I have never met John Cena before but I have met his father mm-hmm. and it makes perfect sense because his father was just this kind gentleman. Like he was so friendly. um And it was, it was super bizarre to me because he was um the night I met him, he was managing Carlito and mm-hmm. they were very heel. Like they were over the top heel the entire time. And the minute the show ends that switch just, flips and he is just one of I just walked up to him and I introduced you know hey it's good to meet you blah 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 and all these you know all these jagovs are of course like hey thanks for John Cena man which is just seriously like fucking if you don't have anything constructive to say don't even introduce yourself to people it's so annoying but you know he shook my hand he was super kind we chatted for about 10-15 minutes super friendly guy but I can completely understand where john cena gets it from because his dad is super nice and super kind and you know i i watched him you know he, he waited after all the wrestlers were gone and he talked to every single person that wanted to talk to him he signed autographs for kids he took pictures with kids it, it was it was really nice to see um and i completely understand it seems like the cena family in general just nice people
1: yeah unquestionably I mean I've seen documentary where you see gonna go back to his hometown and just rough houses brothers like nothing had ever finished sort of thing that's how the Willis family is all the time I mean maybe I'm Lewis now but I'm a Willis at heart still um brothers brothers are always rough house with each other it's fantastic and it's nice to know that they haven't lost that um I'm talking about people who don't let stardom go to their head sometimes um while that's the XW um there were there's some amazing heels that worked that show that night uh one of them was um uh jackson Arrow um who is breaking kfi slightly here uh one of the nicest guys I've ever had the fortune to be in the same room as uh and he has sent multiple apologies and and was disclosed to signing a contract to actually guarantee that of his time that he would actually come on this show he says he will be on after on summer break so that, that so that that logged in but nina samuels um who was on nxt uk of course big star nxt uk um she's now doing do, doing very well for herself on the indies and she's one of the best heroes i saw all night and she was there until last knockings, just taking pictures of people for free. She was signing her autographs. She wasn't asking for autographs, but she was, people were buying her merch, but she wasn't charging for autographs, which is great. And not charging for pictures. She even helped with ring clear down. Some people get a taste of wrestling in the big leagues and they think they're above it. Not, I want to squash that rumor right here, right now. Nah. Some of, the bits, some of them are
0: fine with it. I meant to ask you that, and I totally forgot about it. I was going to ask if you've been part of that taking down the ring because I can imagine that from a nerd point of view, you'd be really interested in that. <clears throat> I've watched it happen. In fact, okay. I, I've I've watched it. I watched it going up this time. That was
1: extremely interesting. Mm. Um, and like I can't say it's, it's, it's so weird seeing a cat. I, literally, it's it's wood, guys. It's just wood and metal. Yeah. There's yep. no giving that
2: at all. Okay. okay, so people people give them a bit more credit. Um if you've never set up or broke down a ring or bumped in a ring, you have no idea. I've done all three, and it's it's not a walk in the park. And I know every ring is different, of course, but you know, even with you know padding on that wood, you don't feel the padding as much as you feel the wood.
1: <laughs> no, this is absolutely true. Um, but one of my best moments there was I got to speak to the virus, came Michael, uh, while he was baking the ring down because I wanted to quickly have him quickly sign the thing and while he was breaking it down, um, he was talking to me and he's like, I can't wait to get home to my boyfriend. I'm like, what? I'm like, my girl didn't ping at all for him. But it was amazing that he was so comfortable about uh, about talking about himself because the amount of people who still aren't comfortable in wrestling circles to talk about their sexuality it's great um the one thing also he told me graham was that like "Oh, well, i'm married like, i know you're married you talk about it all the time in the podcast i'm like what like we have an extra listener well yeah so virus <laughs> hey, Hello. you're up
2: to four
1: great <laughs> job <laughs> the virus is into this right now uh virus something sinister this way comes i told her to say that absolutely something wicked this way comes um yeah he is an amazing wrestler um pulled a lot of mm. double duty as well um and so Ooh. yeah so do check out the youtube when it comes up for free as well for free um but yeah it was just wonderful in general that um because what I was like, you listen to our show like but i'm well my boyfriend will be gaming on his xbox i'll be playing on my pc so i just put podcasts on just listen to podcasts all the time i'm like I'm like well you're very welcome to time. um not sure that the virus would be the best guest for us mainly because um he is very visual
0: um which it's great. Hey, it we listen. can do a we can do a vi- we can do the visual podcast as well. Yeah. We have the we have the meme. absolutely absolutely. I'm just saying that we don't
1: traditionally do a visual one, you but don't. but we but we could make it happen for sure. I definitely want to do some backstage interviews next time because ah. that's something I that's something I actually forgot to mention. I've got to add tack onto my Google quickly quickly quickly, quickly.
0: All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna add a couple things in. Sure. One, I said it before, and I'm gonna reiterate this. I honestly think you should be doing a CXW podcast um, and specifically including things like that because the average person who got to CXW they're not necessarily gonna want to listen to us, Matt, because it's fresh, Matt, a people is starting to spike, Graham. <laughs> oh, okay, it, that might be true, but I think that there is definitely a need for just specific CXW stuff, so I think that it would be a good idea. And I'll the other thing good. I wanted to talk about with John Cena that I genuinely didn't realize, yeah, obviously, I'm i didn't want you know i haven't watched wrestling for as long as you guys have and i've had breaks in between as well so for me john cena is pretty much with uh with nikki bella um he proposed to her looks set like, to get married and then it was like didn't happen and we know that all that stuff i didn't realize john cena was actually married I, my from when i was watching whatever divas or whatever it was john cena was like yeah i don't really want to get married blah 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 and then i saw he got married was he married in 2020 or something or yeah 2020? i was like what I, I had i don't know i I miss that. I'm not it, totally it, up it, on celebrity it, stuff. It, it, it's
2: pretty simple. I don't, I'm, I'm the same way. I don't really give much of a shit about celebrity crap. I, I just don't care. I think it's weird. Yeah. But, and, um, and
1: let's not get started with the fact that Nikki Bella did this whole getting married reality show and she's not legally married to him.
0: But yeah. didn't John it, Cena get married well, before it, Nikki Bella? Yeah. It, it, to me was it like, wasn't whoa. it wasn't
2: because they didn't want to get married nikki wanted kids and seen uh, kids. okay that's what i understood um uh, uh, kids though i've never seen does he now because yeah. he didn't then no but in fact it's been 10 years nearly that's yeah, that's true too we have to think this is when the bellas were slightly relevant which yeah, they the are not year, much are relevant, not
1: relevant. <laughs>
2: yeah i'm not, i'm i that's an argument for another day <laughs> oh indeed. We, 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 indeed indeed indeed
1: indeed <clears throat> one thing i need to tack on to the back of it was um is as i was going to meet chris in the car i needed to step to the bathroom so i stepped in the bathroom and big F and joe's in there and he just looks at me and he's put his hand up so they stop right there i'm like okay they're filming an angle for rise in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, I gotta see that from behind the camera. That'll probably be out on YouTube. am not sure how it goes out on Rise. But, um, it's phenomenal because I actually had the co owner of Rise, um, Danny O'Doherty on commentary with me most of the night. Okay. And we worked. It, I can't beat for him, but I think it worked really well together. Um, so I'm hoping to get, I'll hopefully add him to the list
0: to come on the show. Did the nine year old do commentary?
1: He, he 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 declined in the end. What?
0: Wow. So nine, he, he, was, he, was, he won a prize. He, he got he, he got front seat, but he was too nervous. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. No, they weren't going to scary kids. the nine year old kids. I guess. that makes
1: it. It was a big. It was a, It is it, kind of scary. Like like. Huh? Well, remember when Mason started doing
0: MGB for the first time? Oh, of course, of course. Exactly, like, of course. and this is going out on YouTube sort of thing. And, yeah, if uh, you know, it's something you're not used to doing. See, Jackson's nine, but he, he's been doing it since he, he was four. Yeah, yeah. And before then, he used to make casual appearances as well. So, exactly. Yeah, but no, I agree. It, it, it can be very intimidating for young kids. For exactly. Sure. Even it, high schoolers, if you ask them to give still. an answer in class, they'll go very quiet. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's intimidating, it's intimidating for me still, you know. So, it, you know, it. I, I, know I chat a lot and I don't ever shut up sometimes. But that's only because I mean, company I know, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's easy for me to talk sort of thing. Yeah. It's incredibly easy to climb up, especially when, for example, when you've got a team meeting, for example, we immigrate to this team meeting, like, any questions? I've got loads, but I don't want to be the first to say anything.
0: Exactly. And we want to leave as well. Exactly. All right, Can we move on to the we move on to the speech? I'm so sorry, Graham. For Ryan, you got now. anything else to talk about for up to 90 seconds?
2: Are we still on good moments? Mm, I yeah, yeah, I completely, we're still on good moments, yes. Oh god, well, I mean, honestly, things have been pretty decent in the wrestling world, I think, for the most part. Um, I I would say this is a weird good cop moment. Um, it's more about the the excitement and the, the unknown. Um, I want to know what's going on with Jordan Grace. You know, she's, for the most part, it seems she's left impact. Where is she going? Is she going to WWE? Is she going to AEW? Is she going to Japan? What's the deal? And that has me exciting because I know I'm going to pop hard the day that she comes out and kicks the shit out of whoever. Um, oh, God, there was something else. Uh, you know, what? this is going to sound really weird. A good cop moment is this, uh, this past week's episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, about yeah. Magnum TA. Yeah. Um, it was nice after watching Candido to not be crying after one of those episodes. It's a sad story, but he's good. He's yeah. happy. Uh, yeah. I did not know he was um, Tessa Blanchard's stepfather. I, didn't, I just didn't know that. Yeah. But he is married to Tully Blanchard's ex-wife, uh, the mother of Tully's children. So you know, it good cop moment. You didn't make me cry this week. Great job, Darkside. I'm sure you'll ruin that streak by next week.
0: I obviously wasn't paying as much attention as I thought then because I watched that episode, but I missed that fact.
2: Yeah, I, I had to. I had to look it up because <coughs> okay. her name is hyphenated. Um, mm. I forget her first name, but Blanchard Allen. Ah. And I was like, wait, Blanchard? Is she? And she was like, I was going through a divorce, and I was like, is this Tully Blanchard's ex wife? Sure mm. enough, it is uh, Tessa Blanchard's mother. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Well, you've ruined my speed check for bad cop moments because I had Jordan Grace on there. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check. You're, you're my gonna notes say bad cop because to... you
2: don't know where Jordan is. <laughs> well, well,
0: I think it's bad that no one's picked her up yet. If well, she's genuinely, well, uh, a free uh, agent.
2: I why can't tell are where she is because okay.
0: she's taking time away from her business. She's going to take uh, part in the Arnold Classic. Oh, uh, Okay. I'm still surprised that someone else not said, um, we'll sign you up, go ahead, take three months, take six months, take whatever well, you who like. Who says but
2: that hasn't happened?
0: It, it, it probably has, Graham. I bet you any
1: money,
2: Paul's done it already.
0: So they're just being quiet about it.
2: Okay, I, that, I, that I, makes yeah.
0: sense. If, where's if, the surprise
1: factor, if you
2: tell me? If you. there's anything that Triple H loves, it's A, doing a decent women's division, and B, surprise returns. Or debuts or whatever, you know, that's the biggest difference between Vince McMahon's WWE and Triple H's WWE is, well, A, we're getting actual wrestling on a wrestling TV show, which is frigging weird, Um, but B, those surprise moments and, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find a Raw or SmackDown or, you know, pay-per-view, PLE, whatever you want to call it um in the past couple of months that haven't had a strong focus on the women's division you know that's, it, that's
1: the perfect leading right actually as well for my speed check so perfect well, i can start the timer then what I, absolutely what i fucking do because night of champions was great um i it, it was weird we've talked about it before saudi shows getting better and better and better i ago go still but three solid women's matches and a surprise title change i think for asco um um and unquestionably, we're leading towards um, Uso versus Solo and, and Roman at Money in the Bank. MGF um, Adam Cole's promo on Dynamite was great. Um, Cole went off to MGF taking steroids, allegedly. Um, I knew I liked this promo, and I knew, and now I know why. It's because MGF even vouched for this. It's the same promo cold-cut in NXT back in 2021. So that's how I knew it was so good. Um, Chris Statlander is back and is a new TBS champion. Um, we're not even happy about how you won it. A good opinion, but she's back. And I'm very happy that love Statlander. Um, talk of a bullrub match between Cody and Brock at SummerSlam. It'll be bloody. It'll be brutal. I love it. BT Sport in the UK, Graham, however, is rebranding on July the 18th. And WWE will be on TNT in the UK. Mm. And AEW will be exclusive on fights, mm-hmm. including Collision. Mm. Which, and that's why a good moment, Graham, because I, mean, I haven't got to watch Captain Magnet sync up the joint on Collision on
0: the first night back. I can't. Oh, shoot. Yeah, You ran out of time. You didn't get a chance to talk about CM Punk. Captain Magnet. Oh, that's what that was? Okay, I did not get that reference at all. Shake okay. Magnet Punk. Oh, uh, okay. I was just looking at how little time you had left, and I was like, I'm going to have to get a reference in. I knew you weren't going to talk about it. Um, yeah, clearly Chris Statlander was going gonna... figu- to... I figured one of you guys would talk about Chris Statlander. I have it as the last thing on my speed check, because I figured that it would probably disappear. So, uh, yeah, that was one of the great surprises to see coming back, so... But yeah. All right. Uh, my speed check. Um, I wanted to talk about the, I don't know what it's called, the Stone Cold Steve Austin show, anyway, where he's trying different jobs and stuff. Uh, there wasn't one last weekend, but two weeks ago, he was a weather reporter. Um, they didn't tell him, though, that you have to get up at 2 15 a.m. to do it. So that was the first surprise. <clears throat> so he had very little sleep. Uh, they were using the green screen. Uh, he had to remember where to look, he had to remember what to say. Um, And they were very clear that as this is going out live, um, you need to watch your language. And as Austin said, anyone who knows me knows that I always say beep and beep. So there was a lot of beeping going on while he was practicing. Um, Particularly funny to see it. Um, I love it. I just absolutely love that show. It's just so silly. Um, Steve totally embraces everything and gets on with it. And um, no, it's amusing. I'm hoping that's not the end of the series because I think there was only five episodes. Um, The Ugly Sucklings are the new Catalyst wrestling tag team champions. Uh, That's Rob Killjoy and uh, White Mike, who was part of the Gymnasty Boys previously. So not good to see the Ugly Ducklings, but hey, I'll take whatever part of Ugly Ducklings I can get. Good to see them wrestling again on the Indies as well and uh yeah you already stole my other stuff so that'll do sorry no that's fine that's fine it got included in the show and that was all that mattered um no we were kind of i think in general we weren't too happy with jade cargill's reign as it was as she hadn't really faced anybody good or it was going on too long blah blah blah. so i think it was uh i think we're happy that that reign's kind of ended at this point and we can see something new but the fact that it was statlander back as well we're obviously big statlander fans so
1: right um it was about obviously i'm, I'm rambling for like i don't know why maybe it's because of the alcohol we're drinking I'm drinking neat vodka tonight so That's 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 silly. not
2: vodka oh yeah oh, yeah it, it, it is that was, yeah that doesn't look like vodka it, it is it is
0: it's
2: um neat. i saw i saw a bottle of jack daniels
1: yes that i have as well yes but this is much lighter, it's sort of camo vulgar going on quite nicely, thank you.
2: This is a lot like me doing the blade job where I was just stoned all the time. I'm not stoned right now. I'm I'm currently technically on the clock, so ah. I'm a nice sober boy right that, now. That is, that is saying something. Right, so on that
1: note, let's go to bad cop, how bad can this get? Good! <laughs>
0: All right, Ryan, you're back up again. I have a feeling this was—you uh, had something you wanted. This, to get yeah, this there. is this is honestly the whole
2: reason I'm here. Exactly. I'm
0: assuming it wasn't anything good you wanted to talk about. Well,
2: cause... it's it's not. It's not bad. It's something I've noticed that I consider bad because it just leads to nonsense. So uh, it, it's it's kind of a two-parter. I'm going to start with the the less egregious, but more widespread. And I, I have noticed that there is now... So for the past three years, we have seen the dissension within the wrestling community. And that has primarily been WWE versus AEW. Which is not a war between WWE and AEW, because honestly, at the end of the day, I don't think either of them give a shit about the other one in in the grand scheme of things. It's always been between fans. WWE versus AEW. What I have noticed over the past couple of weeks, especially since the matches for Forbidden Door have been announced, there is dissension within the AEW fan base now. There is infighting and it seems to be that the new thing to fight about is does a match need a story or sometimes can we just have a wrestling match? And I think it's really interesting. A lot of people are arguing, especially about Danielson versus Okada. We are getting, I need you to focus listeners out in radio land. We are getting Brian Danielson versus Okada shut the fuck up. <laughs> we are get, that is going to be a phenomenal match. That is a match that doesn't need a story because from a pure technical wrestling aspect, it's going to be a good match. Just based on the I know Matt is unhappy about this apparently, but it's going it's just really interesting to me that there there's become this dissension. like this conversation. We've all been on wrestling Twitter for many years now. And this, this conversation comes up, go to the Indies. 90% of your matches don't have a story. They're just matches. And people are always talking about how great these matches are. Let the TV wrestling do that too. It's just a match. Like it does. Everything doesn't need a story. Now, granted, I will say AEW does need to do a better job at telling stories but this is not this is a co-branded pay-per-view that's more there just to say look what we can do it's not that big of a deal doesn't need a story all the time now this kind of leads me to my batter cop moment um have either of you fine gentlemen watched AEW Dynamite this week
1: it's on my thing um, to watch after I this, actually.
0: For some highlights. I, okay. I,
1: I've seen the highlight because obviously I knew about MJF and M. Um, and Cole, but I haven't seen the whole show yet, no.
2: So now we're moving over from dissension within the ranks to flat-out hypocrisy. Now allow me a moment, gentlemen. On AEW Dynamite this week... Um, oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? Preston Vance. Mm -hmm. who I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of all these guys. Preston Vance took a chair shot from Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And I'm not saying he got hit with a chair. We all know the difference between getting hit with a chair and a chair shot. A chair shot is to the head. I am of the camp that I believe that chair shots as long as they're protected, are okay. It is a personal choice from a performer to take a chair shot, if they so choose, as long as they put their hands up. We all know what happens when you don't put your hands up, put your arms up. You're going to take metal to the head. You're going to get a concussion. It's not good. But putting your hands up in front of your head, you're taking most of the blow with your, your hand and your forearm than your head. So I'm not saying this chair shot was bad. I'm not saying it was a dangerous spot or anything. What I'm saying is where is all of the, out? you know, the, 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 the backlash, where is all of the, you know, the hatred that comes whenever someone takes a chair shot on the Indies, whenever someone takes a chair shot in AEW, you know, where, where, where is that? Because a couple of years ago, With a gimmicked chair, might I add, Cody took a chair shot and the internet went up in in flames. Where is that now? The hypocrisy of it bothers me. Like I said, I agree if chair shots are done safely, they they absolutely have a, a place in professional wrestling. What I don't agree with is, well, depending on who does it and what promotion does it and what wrestlers are involved, that changes whether a chair shot is acceptable or not
1: that's exactly that is a
2: massive bad cop moment
1: yeah exactly the problem here because it was because it's cody no one that no one in adory likes cody uh for one reason or another let's face it adoy wouldn't have got started without him whether you like him or not uh well that's the thing Tony Tony calm may have bankrolled it all but it was cody's idea
2: And, and that's the thing is people went up in arms because cody wanted to take a chair shot and how dare cody want to do something this is the thing. It's annoying. You know, I mean But all of a sudden you have Preston Vance take a chair shot and it's wow that was brutal. So cool. It's like where where is the outrage? Again, I, I can't oh, stress here. this enough. It's right here, you're talking to it. Like I I believe I believe everything has a place in professional wrestling, as long as it's done in a proper way. I think blood has a place when used sparingly. I think chair shots have a place. I think barbed wire has a place. I think technical wrestling is the thing that just bugs me is one day it's a problem. The next day it's not. And we need to have some consistency. I've always been consistent. You know what? I will admit it. I am a blood crazed maniac. I've been watching. uh, I told you gentlemen, last time I was here, I've been watching WWF starting the night after WrestleMania 12 in 1996. And I'm somewhere in the middle of 98. I pop when there's a chair shot because I like them. I like the sound it makes. I I think it's a visceral experience. I also understand that maybe the way the guys were doing it back in the nineties, probably not the safest way, you know. Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble 99. Need I say more. <laughs> Oof.
0: Yeah. Matt, but, did you see the um tweet that i post. Uh, re- i can't remember it, it might have been from utt rob um i retweeted hulk hogan delivering a chair shot this week did you see that one? was it
2: against conan no i don't remember who it was uh, it was. yeah it was against the giant oh
0: that's right yeah
2: I because the one against the conan's my favorite one where he goes dink yes, <laughs> it's the tiniest it. little baby <laughs> chair shot dinks against against, against. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. That's definitely a bad It's cop, funny that.
2: as a guy from, you know, who, who came up in the 70s and 80s to be like the weakest chair shots in wrestling history. Yeah. You're gonna you love,
1: know, I love my, my speed check, I can tell you.
2: Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, you know, so the chair shots, not the bad cop. It's the hypocrisy surrounding it where there's a blind loyalty now um and and it's just fine and and people it, 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 the first time i noticed it this is just the the most recent uh the original blood and guts back at daily place during the pandemic yeah there was a wide camera angle you couldn't really see what was going on and i know why they did that because they were taking chair shots <laughs> and they didn't want to show it up close which is at the what's the point at that if you don't want to show it on tv why do it <laughs> um but yeah no it's just the hypocrisy surrounding it i'm firmly again i will say i'm firmly in the camp where if done safely gimmick the chairs put your hands up whatever it's fine don't take unprotected chair shots if you want to have any memory past 30 but you know what
1: oh in their case in AEW, 60 because they're all 55 in AEW nowadays
2: hey it, you know what Someday they're going to have their spinoff promotion. It's going to be, you know, all, AGW, all geriatric wrestling. And it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait for the uh, the world title cage match between um, Jeff Jarrett and Sting, uh, where the only way to win is to break your opponent's hip. I'm pretty sure it happened in TNA at some point that match. Oh, it sure did. It was actually a great match. <laughs> yeah, they were we... also 15 years younger. 20 years ago, yeah, at this point, that's a problem. <laughs>
0: Zimmer frame, Zimmer
1: frame on a pole match. Oh, God. Don't give my ideas. not give my ideas. I'm right.
2: going to start booking an all old people. You have to be over the age of 45 to wrestle for my promotion.
0: No, oh, you do. It's picking 45 when you know I'm over yeah, uh, no, yeah, 45. Is, yeah. Yeah, but 45
2: as a teacher is very different than 45 as a wrestler.
0: That, that's true.
2: That's very true. Someone sits behind a desk and, you know, makes young people feel terrible about themselves because they didn't pay attention because they were on fucking molly or something i don't know i don't know what kids are doing in school these I days do not sit behind a desk but hey well, will okay, okay standing behind a desk pointing at a whiteboard
0: i do not sit behind the desk i'm fine yeah standing
2: dangerous. you stand at a whiteboard fine whatever
0: <laughs> right okay okay um I th- is this the one i've been looking forward for all week matt or is that coming up later don't know Depends, depends i guess we'll find out well,
2: okay
0: okay um Obviously,
1: I want to talk about AW collision slightly, okay? About okay. the announcement they made, okay? Mm-hmm. I also want to uh, preface this by saying, uh, strap in. This strap was a, on. Well, if you wish to, yes. This is a major show, a brand new show announced on a major network, with what everybody thought was this huge star was going to be announced, okay? And I'm telling you, like I've told you from day one, this guy is not a star. Here's the really funny part of this. Is that I'm thoroughly freaking enjoying CM Punk has set himself up for just a dramatic failure. CM Punk came in with all this mystique and he did a good job of creating that mystique and maintaining it. And for that, I have respect. Not my words. Graham? I'm just quoting from somebody there. Okay. Do you want to... I, I, you want to guess who it is. But I Ryan try No, it's not JB. <laughs> is is it Graham? No, this is somebody who knows a thing or two about going head to head of WWE.
2: Oh. Little EB action.
1: Yes. Eric Bischoff. Oh, okay. Eric Bischoff um, this week. He has never rated CM Punk and... Well, I think a lot a lot of people are actually are seeming to side of him now because as I mentioned this week and I shared, I shared this to Graham and Graham rolled his eyes about this, is that collision sales outside of Chicago are not going well. As a fact, Graham, they're not going well.
0: Compared with Are you gonna compare it to anything? Well, Graham, the thing or is this just you just picking out a single number a single data value and making an assumption about it.
1: Graham, I'm just going by what the facts are is that they haven't even sold a thousand tickets for any night of collision so far, apart from in Chicago. A- AEW um,
2: missed the, uh, the memo that um, typically, typically Friday and Saturday nights are not great nights for wrestling. Unless Smackdown your name is SmackDown on, on Fox.
1: Friday. SmackDown was SmackDown live on a Friday night. It it was tanking badly.
2: Uh, it's amazing. until recently until recently now it's absolutely. popping off but i remember that was like the death blow for smackdown for a long time was the friday night death slot absolutely and
1: saturday night for wrestling what's it going up against on saturday night it's going up against wwe pay-per-views when they're on there i'm, call- I'm calling them pay-per-views not they're not premium my event they're pay-per-views we don't care they're going up against i'm guessing various nhl mlb um, um nfl matches at the same time i'm don't do American scheduling. So I must admit. So
2: no, sat- Saturday nights are uh, definitely a a sports. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're not they're not specifically sports, but you know the <laughs> biggest the biggest thing and the thing that almost killed SmackDown back in the day was your target demographic, which is eighteen what eighteen to forty nine or something like that. I'm out getting pissed. Yeah, that's 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 a go out night. You know, I didn't watch SmackDown from like I know that, you know, know, twenty way. twenty through, you know, mid to late twenties because well, I was going out on Friday nights. I'm watching
1: Graham's face flashing white as he as he's currently going through screens as if he's had to disprove me somewhere here. Now he got half. I was smile just
0: looking to see what um my moment. I just want to make sure I got my stuff ready.
1: Yeah, he's he's with half a smile. I know that smile, Mister Graham. But the fact of the matter is, is that. This is my segue basically they like, say like collision isn't all it's breaking up to be and I actually have to say Forbidden Door. I'm not excited about it. But partially because I've got to pay sixty fucking quid for it. Uh which I'm not doing. Um so but, you don't have to. But the other reason as well is because they're trying to hype up um Kenta versus CM Punk as a big deal. Um well CM Punk's already admitted like that but that maybe the CM Punk's already admitted that Kent has came up with a move came up with the go-to-sleep move first. It's not only a move which you can hit out of nowhere like a, like a, like like an RKO or you know, like a spear sort of thing. It's not, it's not like the battle for spears sort of thing. It's quite a convoluted move to get someone into position four. Um, add to the fact that Punks would admitted that he stole it from Kent in the first place and you know, punk's been the biggest cunt in, the, in the in the entire industry for the last year maybe even longer you're,
0: you're going to bleed that out i'm hoping nope the new listeners who uh know you from cxw are not going to want to hear that film but
1: no not. i apologize for that but the fact of the matter is graham is that why did he why did he deserve to walk straight into a a match of that magnitude
0: did you see the 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 trend i posted the other day like 2 million tweets all got punk in there don't he's, care you know, no no about him. No, got, no, no hate no, him but he's got you talking about him
2: I'm, I'm actually gonna gonna break the rules and i'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second oh. Ooh. um i'm bra- i'm i'm breaking devil's advocate too don't worry um the i'm i'm a cm punk fan um i appreciate cm punk for what he did for wwe especially because cm punk did bring professional wrestling back to wwe when it was very sports entertainment heavy however i'm siding with matt the the first collision main event has top tier talent and it is the dumbest dumbest debut main event i could think of i love you have a classic ring of honor feud with joe and punk and you're doing a tag team match as your big debut main event it doesn't make sense it's 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 stupid but the bigger thing is they're only doing collision with cm punk as the poster child because warner brothers told them to which is very telling that AEW is Riding the same path, and I know, I know, I know, we've said it before. I can't, I'm sick and tired of hearing it. It's the same path WCW went down with Warner. <laughs> because, guess who is pretty much Warner is essentially what happens when Turner Broadcasting got absorbed, you know, like it, it's. It's, it's, it's shocking as someone who's been watching this shit for 30 years to see them making the same mistakes because Punk is essentially doing to AEW what Hogan did to WCW. People are bending over backwards. That is not the way to run a wrestling organization. And like the, it, it, it's kind of the same crap a little different, but there's this weird blind loyalty to Tony Khan. Tony Khan has the charisma of a shit that I stepped in on my way through the park. (laughs) Wow. And his announcements, I've got a big announcement. My announcement is that I'm announcing something next week. Shut the fuck up until next (laughs) week. I don't need to hear from you. And when you announce a main event, so A... CM Punk being the head of, <coughs> the <base> of collision <coughs> was the worst kept secret in professional wrestling. Yep. B, you announce a main event that as a fan of most of these guys in that main event, I don't care. I really don't. And that's saying something. And I'm an AEW fan. I really do enjoy AEW. I want to enjoy it. I don't get any wrong. I want to enjoy this. Product. They do a lot of things to make the non AEW fans. Not want to be a fan of AEW. <laughs> it, it's it's really bizarre to me. And Collision. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that next weekend when Collision airs, that it is the best professional wrestling TV show. Fuck you, Graham. The best professional wrestling TV show I've ever watched. So, I yeah, just don't have way, a lot of I've faith. i pay
1: seven pound a week for it.
0: You don't have to. To watch to watch Collision. Do you? yeah. If you want you don't to, have you to, you pay do. Pay
2: seven dollars. You, you, it, it, okay, hold do. on, hold on. Graham, are yes. you a maths teacher or are you an English teacher?
0: I'm both. I think I posted that on Facebook this week. Huh?
2: You did actually. Did yeah. You really?
0: You're a math. person that's, 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 kind of that's kind of ironic. you a math. Kind cousin, of, that's cousin, that question.
2: <laughs> Either way, it doesn't seem the right path. AEW does need another show. Because they have a bloated roster. Yes, we've, we've absolutely. Re- they need another. We've
1: multiple times about the roster bloatedness, and they do need collision. I'm not disputing uh, that. So does WWE. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later on, Graham. WWE has like 14 fucking shows though. But m- fact m- fact maybe that not 14. Still have a Absol- roster. Oh, oh that's for the- sure. sure. You're you're right though. The fact of if they have gone with Punk versus Joe,
0: that's a killer main event. Perhaps they're saving that,
2: but, then but what, it's your debut don't show. Don't want to put your best your biggest... out
0: on
1: Matt day one when they launched main event. Graham, back in the day, Rey going it's not me. I'm aware. What was main event? It was Matt Hardy versus The Undertaker. Undertaker was the exactly Graham nodding his head. You happy with that one? Yeah. It was a great
0: match as well. I bet you weren't though. You hate it when they do stuff like that.
1: But the fact of the matter is, is that. Taker and Maroli never appeared on Main ever again.
2: Mm-hmm. It was it was just it was a lot like um, when um, <coughs> oh God, why am I uh, um, NXT was first starting to do yeah. big shows? They were bringing in guys like Jushin Thunder Liger. For one-offs, you fun coming in
1: wrestle um, um, uh, Tyler uh, Breeze. Tyler Breeze, yes, it that. was a phenomenal match. It was great probably,
2: match. you know. But you know now, W, you know NXT obviously is so ingrained within WWE's culture that it's completely normal to see oh, Braun Breaker. He's going to the main roster. We need a transitional big heel. Let's bring Baron Corbin in. I'm. I've always been a Baron Corbin supporter. He's had some rough times, eh, 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 you know, but like, he's a good worker. He's always been a good worker. I and mean, he, he makes him through him, so he doing something right. He's the perfect guy to bring in to feud with Carmelo for a month or two. Absolutely right decision, because there was nothing for him on the main roster right now. They understood that. So they moved, into, you know. It's yeah. not a demotion. He's still getting paid the same, but now, guess what? He don't have to be on the road. <laughs> you know, he gets to work NXT for a month or two and just chill in Orlando or whatever. Good my, for him,
1: my dear heaven. Orlando for a month? Hell yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, but I, I just I'm I'm worried about Collision too. I I just don't. I'm not hyped up for it. You know, and well, like obviously, as a fan okay. of you know on your on the other side of things, as a fan of New Japan. I'm excited for forbidden door, but again, I, I have the same complaint you do um, in a world that we live in now where I have fight plus for $5 a month. Mm. I have IWTV for 10 bucks a month. I have peacock for 10 bucks a month right there is those three streaming services that pretty much have live wrestling constantly are costing me less than a single AW pay-per-view. Yeah yeah.
1: And that yep. cost has always been a big we've we've discussed this grab the costs are they need to get them in check a little bit because they are expensive the pay, the big the big big paper burner
2: has their own fucking streaming service. This is the annoying thing. Why we we don't even have AEW Dynamite or Rampage or old pay-per-views on there. We have AEW All Access, the biggest cash grab shitty reality show. There is no difference between AEW All Access and Total ballast. It's the same show.
1: Total mm, Bellas is actually probably slightly better, I'll be honest. I actually, I actually didn't mind what the first thing That's because there's
2: a bunch of... Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter for you, but there's a bunch but, but of I scantily had- clad women running I around. think he did underwear, I'll just say. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I, 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 I'm actually... Slightly here. <laughs> for once... Uh I'm firmly on Matt's side with this, except for the absolute hatred for CM Punk. I, I really do like CM Punk, but I will admit uh, Matt's words, not mine, I'm quoting. He has been a massive cunt for a year.
1: <laughs> he needs to earn his way back to main event level, in my opinion. I
2: agree. And, and you know what? I, I, I will give him credit. i do not the talking fact... about with fans. I'm talking about with a locker room. I agree. I, I, the fact that he went to raw yeah to apologize to triple H and he to was, the Miz into he was there to try and try and get his bed butt on both sides in case something happened with Khan. But you know what? I still gotta give him credit. He left on a very, very bad note and the fact that he did, you know sack up, as it were, and go it, and and you know kind of try to make amends for the way he acted, I, I, I give him credit for that. I really do. And Um, and so will I, actually. You know, but the fact of the matter is he works for (laughs) AEW. He works for Tony Khan. Um, At the end of the day, the only reason he wasn't fired is because they would have had to fire the Bucks and Kenny as well. That's it. It was a fight, and it was a fight with executives of the company. The executives of the company, Bucks especially, they can't be doing that they should have been held more accountable than they were and i'm sorry stripping them of the titles and keeping them off tv for a month is not a punishment it's not enough no
1: well no i agree with that as well we're, no. we're talking to there's a, there's a Graham talk about his back moment a week i'm so sorry, sorry Graham. yes talk oh, about no. your,
2: your your bad cop moment because i do have to step away for one second gentlemen
0: that would be perfect perfect ask for your comment, and then as soon as you come back, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. Perfect. I um, love it.
2: Unfortunately,
0: something that we've talked about multiple times, and it came up again, um, it's from a while ago. This is from May 27th. Like I said, Matt, I'm not changing my moments. Um, at Danny Jordan, uh, the mean girl, uh, Sorry, the Indies appear in D.C. at uh, D.C. Brow, uh, quote, I am okay if you only knew the whole story. No, it was not part of the show. Yes, I told him to leave the ring several times. I did not expect to be touched at all. We handled the situation backstage as professionally as we could given the entire situation end quote. Um, even just like that, as you're picking through that, there's like that doesn't sound good on any level no. at all. Um, there is a little bit more to this, but I don't have the full story. So one person uh, one person commented, it got ugly. I hope it really got handled well backstage. Uh, Danny responded, it was handled professionally after the matter. We realized pretty quickly what the situation was. I vehemently was disagree
2: me. with everything Graham is saying.
0: And backed off. Uh, this is actually a serious moment. So bad, actually very bad timing. Yeah, I that it. was very bad timing on your Shit. part. Um, had I got injured, a different story, I'm sure. Thankfully, I'm all right, and lessons were people going into the ring um the mention of touching as well so i don't know if they uh put her put the person put his hands on her don't know it sounded like to me matt and i don't know if you got this that they actually executed a wrestling move on her perhaps in some way um to what level but, i don't know that's, e- fans... that's
1: that's even worse if that is possible graham
0: Can i
1: get the yeah. cliff notes
0: um fans being a part of the show when they're clearly not supposed to be part of the show um, normally even on my minor indie events There's always security there Like on the corners um, So I don't know how somebody would get Well I know how somebody would get into ring You jump over the fence and you get into the ring But it just bad on so many levels It's bad that we even need security At indie events for things like that But people just overstepping the, the marks again And um, it's bad you, you do worry Like they said if it had been a serious injury It would be a very different story Thankfully Danny's okay But once again not something that should be happening in wrestling at all
2: It's anyone who's watched professional wrestling for any length of time should know that at the end of the day, it's a bad idea. First and foremost, you go back to, you know, the stories from the 80s and the 90s, you know, pick any story with Meng about people going up to him in bars telling him wrestling's fake and then having him beat the ever-living shit out of them. It, these, let's take the fact that it's just disrespectful out of the equation. Graham, you're a tall guy, 6'2", apparently. Hmm? Do you think it's a smart idea to step up to someone who's 6'6 and built like a brick shit house, Like, what do you have to do? No. What is going through your mind where you think this is a good idea? I I don't
0: know. And I did wonder from reading part of that tweet as well um whether the person was all there in in mind and i don't know that for and i don't know that part of the story either but w- whatever under no circumstances is that wanted needed um yeah it, you don't want wrestlers and entering a wrestling match trying to entertain and having to be worried that something might happen to them from uh, a fan or somebody well i don't even know if fans are right word but it, from somebody it bugs how
2: many okay. wrestling organizations run their shows without barricades these days? Mm-hmm. We um,
1: actually had them up at CW for the first time this time actually as well. Yeah, yeah. like
2: I mean, I, I as as a you know a regular to the last iteration of Beyond before the move to White Eagle with Wrestling Open and all that kind of stuff, um, I loved the fact that it was so intimate. But it was so unbelievably intimate that you couldn't get into the ring even if you tried because there's you're surrounded by people and they're going to make sure you don't. Um, but I also, you know, whenever they did something extreme, they always brought out barricades. If there was a barbed wire match or something like that, you were nowhere near the goddamn ring. And I can't remember a single time at a Beyond show where a fan got in the ring. Good. But unfortunately, we've seen it a hundred times. I mean, hell, you you see it all the time in WWE. And there's a lot of security there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, no, that's a that's a who who was it Who who got hurt? I uh, the well,
0: partner. they didn't actually get her. It was uh, it was Danny Jordan. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. It's just stay out of the ring. Yep. So, yep. Unless you're supposed to be in the ring, stay out of the ring.
0: All right. Let's get to those uh, speed check moments. Anything else that you considered a bad cop moment this week, Ryan?
2: Um, I mean, me being an asshole, uh, jumping in trying to make a joke about uh someone getting attacked in the ring, uh, pretty bad cop moment. <laughs> um. It was
0: unfortunate. I was doing a serious moment this week. That's not always yeah. the case. Well,
2: I mean, that's, come on, that's the bad cop moment. You being serious—that's terrible cop <laughs> moment. Worst cop moment. Um, yeah, we've already talked ad nauseum about you know the feelings on collision. Um, uh, since we last talked, um, you know, Liv and Dakota Kai's injuries, um, obviously very bad cop moment especially because you know liv was on her way kind of back to the main event um so that's no fun um you know uh oh god someone else was was injured recently injuries are bad bad cop moments injuries um <clears throat> yes, not. Ooh, you know what like honestly i other than other than what we've already talked about i think things have been relatively good Oh, how about a bunch of on that side of things.
0: Well, leave it at that. The <laughs> Matt, the reason that I actually had that uh, Danny Jordan moment as a bad cop moment was we originally were supposed to we were it we wasn't it wasn't finalised, but we were trying to get Jackson Arrow, but it wasn't um, it wasn't to be. Um, I was going to ask him about was has he had any situations similar to that? I was trying to think of moments where we can relate because we were going to do a very open ended show where it might be released at a totally different time. Yeah, so that was one of the, the reasons why I picked that as my moment. Well, he but will be at some point in the future, Him as he, he faced will, it. He like I don't fine. know, I don't know what the scenes like in Britain you'll get will you get, you'll so get I know that get, I could get, ask get him obviously chance. in the future as well but... absolutely get me a chance to yeah grab. um I'm, just the time i to do that I need to ask you for a little leeway
1: if possible I'll do me be best but uh please okay Hulk Hogan is training to take apart a part of Matt 40. fuck off Hogan um the World Heavyweight Championship will be defended on Smack on NXT next week and on Smackdown in two weeks time uh why why um a knight is being taken out of the money make ladder match now because he's now two over with the fans as a face no. allegedly they're gonna book someone else for a heel apparently um so yeah he's two over now apparently um sabu unlikely to go back to aew because he keeps calling taz the n-word and says and i quote grow up everyone is racist even your mother this
2: uh, is in black. Ooh, I don't think.
1: Fuck off! Wow. Is what I'll say to that. Wow. Um, I would also say, um, uh, Conan. We talked about him earlier a little bit. Uh, the racist home homophobe he is says that the best heel in the business is Dominic Mysterio, and that's better than anyone, including MJF. Conan, you his godfather. I get it, dude. But fuck off, seriously. He's got Vicky Heat. Okay, he that will go after a little while. Trust me. Um, what else have I got here? Um, Sergeant Slaughter is annoyed that Lacey Evans didn't ask for permission to use the Krober Clutch. It's a sleeper hold, Slaughter. They get over it already. And it was given to her by creative. Okay. Seriously. And, um, um, laughing is Twitch new deal grab. I'm aware Twitch oh. Twitch's new deal, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, Twitch now changed the rules. Which means anyone streaming on Twitch cannot stream to other services. Um, And Twitch now take half the money from everybody. That's bullshit. It's not the way it's always been? Nope. That's for affiliates or non-affiliates as well. Anything you make. And you cannot advertise on your channel anymore now either.
2: That is bullshit. Well, what's your other option? Don't Devil's do advocate, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, they're back. They're back in that, They're walking back quite quickly. Anyway, Graham, what is your speech?
0: Um, it's a shame that I didn't get a chance to do this earlier. Well, obviously, um, it's been stolen by Ryan, so I had to come up with some other stuff. Um, you're my first one. It's um. I'm hoping nobody's playing a drinking game while they're listening to this, that if they hear Matt cough that they take a drink, because if they are, they're going to be passed out by now. Um, you would have thought after 239 episodes, you could have used the mute button and then cough, and then you could take yourself off mute, but hey, never mind. Um, The Moxley seminar, I saw that he's offering, I think it's in Cincinnati, or it's certainly in Ohio anyway, Uh, 20 people, $60, and um, the comments were a little bit mean, to be honest. It's not really a bad cop moment, I thought it was a funny cop moment, to be honest. But people are like, oh, so what are you paying $60 to learn how to bleed quickly, et cetera, et cetera. And everyone was going, kind of going down the same line as well, as well as that. And um could have been an open agenda, but I don't have anything because you guys stole everything. So Springsteen t-shirt this week. Uh, I'm going to two Bruce Springsteen concerts coming up in like August and September. $50 for a single sided uh, shirt on his website. And when I talked to a good friend of mine who's also a Bruce Springsteen fan, he mentioned, similar in Britain, it's like £40 for a single sided shirt. And yeah. I, I know I'm getting old, but I'm allowed to complain about the price of things now that I remember when such and such was this much. But $50 for a single sided shirt well, does seem quite a lot. Um, anyway, I found an option on eBay. I got one for $10 because $10 I'm cheap like that. Well, that part is true.
1: But I can vouch for it, Graham. When me and Chris went to see Steps in concert, um, they um the, the tour shirts they were fifty pounds. Was it front and back? Uh, it was, it was front and back with fifty pounds, Graham. Not fifty dollars. So
0: you, front and back's a little better. Like I like front and back shirts. Like they don't obviously they don't always have that. So you know, oh, yeah, the money's worth. It is kind of steep though. Fifty, Graham, 50 how, pounds. How, 50 how much were the tickets? Years. That Grimace says he doesn't want to say
1: on
2: yeah air. Or he doesn't know. <laughs> he had someone else buy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he had the wife buy them. <laughs> steps is a,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Ryan doesn't know who Steps <coughs> are, but they're, they're a very cheesy band, so it would be one where I could understand why Matt might not want to say. Um, is it more, Was it more than double the price of the shirt? Can you say that?
2: No, I want to know how much the Springsteen concerts were. The, oh, the yeah. tickets. Yeah, you're talking about oh. me! Oh, sorry. I thought he was asking about the Steps concert. You're um, the one. Com- yeah, yeah. You're the one complaining about T-shirt prices. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sorry. Um, the Springsteen t- uh, tickets were uh, the ones I have at Nationals Park. Um, I think were seventy five or eighty dollars each. Okay. And the one I have in Baltimore is, I want to say ninety dollars. I think it was.
2: Okay, so you're for two shows. You're out one hundred and seventy dollars per uh-huh. ticket per person, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So, do you are you ready to hear what I just paid to go see Metallica next year? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Right. Oh, this is all gonna right.
2: be a lot. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you both guess.
0: Well, first of all, you got to tell us where you are in the stadium, though. That makes a big difference. Like if you're nosebleeds or if you're like third row, that's obviously very different.
2: Um, so it's at Gillette Stadium. Okay. Um, English. Uh, it's a American football stadium. Where? So big. Where? Can- oh, Boston. Boston, Foxborough. It's south of Boston. Um, we are lower section. Okay. Okay. Um, it is a center stage, so they're setting up the stage on the field. Yeah. And we are at like the forty yard line. That- All right. I'm oh, going that. with. I'm going with. No, hold on, hold on. Oh. It is a two night show. Oh, oh, two. So night- it's a oh. Friday night and then a Sunday night no oh. repeat, no repeat oh weekend God, so they're doing two lot, completely then. different sets so, that changes so, a lot
0: though. that now, do you want changed. me to guess first yeah please do all right i was gonna say 400 um but as it's two shows it will be a double and then a little bit less so I- i'm hoping i'm not ruining the stat by going way too high um i'm gonna go 650 for the two shows okay for, for one for one person
1: well, I I'm, 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 can only judge it based on what me and Chris are doing. We're doing two gigs this year, uh, which is more than I've ever done in my life. I'm doubling my gigs this year. Uh, we're going to watch Busted and we're going to watch S Club. Uh, They're very <laughs> different bands compared to. He's what you comparing Metallica Busted are.
0: to Metallica right now?
1: But, but I can compare in terms of the fact that the amount. <laughs> hey, Busted are in their 20th year, and at one point, that was. That was the... <laughs> okay okay 20 years have been going um <laughs> we paid 45 pound a ticket for that and we yeah, uh so it'll probably about 50 then <laughs> <clears throat> no not, not at all grand but we're only going one night not two for a start i would say <laughs> per person where you are um 800
2: Matthew wins by being closest without going over Mm. 850 per person.
0: Well, so my my initial guess of four hundred to begin with for one night was about right. Then, so it would have been about if you said one night, I would have said four hundred.
2: You so were two nights would have been pretty darn days. close. I it's, thought you
0: uh, Was it a, I should have asked you. Is it a package deal, or do you buy them separately?
2: A package deal. It was okay. Um, when they initially uh, released tickets, it was you only could buy tickets for both nights, like a single package, so same seats for both nights. Um, and then after those sold out, they started opening up individual sales for each night Mm um yeah but we purchased them uh, a couple months ago for a show that is in august of 2024 almost Mm -hmm. actually no it was it was last year it was before christmas so it's almost a two-year wait um but yeah yeah and and the reason that brought up because the last time i saw metallica at gillette t-shirts were 60 to 75 dollars for t-shirts Shut up. Were they oh, autograph t-shirts or something? No. no, they're the fact that Metallica's been around for 40 something years and they've always been a band that monetizes everything. Big Disney for bands. Oh, uh, pretty much. But the thing is, I'll give them I'll give them credit. Other than a couple missteps, they've pretty much been going strong that entire time. Yeah, think
1: and you think about people like One Direction who need a break after six days uh, for six hours.
0: I am one of the few people who still buys music. Um, Matt, I as well did. Yes. I should sign up and get playlists from. Spotify. I have Spotify,
2: but I still buy albums.
0: Um, I bought. I actually did buy my last album. I bought was Seventy Two Seasons. Um, I don't. I have a few Metallica albums. I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan, but I did see quite a few good reviews that said it was <clears> a <throat> really good album, one of their best albums in years. So I did actually buy that as one of my recent. It's, ones. It's, I'm currently listening to it on a, on a fairly I, regular basis. I call Seventy Two like
2: Seasons a. a uh... It's a greatest hits album, but it's not hits. It's new songs in the sense that some of their songs sound like really early Metallica. Some of the songs sound like middle Metallica. Some of the songs sound like newer Metallica. And I think that's a really great way to do the album. Uh, it's the Matt Willis experience. What are you showing us, Matt? I can't see. The Matt Whitt- so I can see you bigger. The Matt Willis album.
0: Oh, well, I didn't even know. Okay. Don't
2: let it go to waste, Matt.
0: I, won't. I didn't even know. Who that, I don't even know who that is Matt Willis Matt, Willis. Matt Willis, obviously, it's not you. But I didn't know there was a singer called Matt Willis. You can't he prove Willis.
1: that. He, he won, he, he's from Essex as well. Uh, he's actually won further busted. Oh, okay. Is that the only reason you like them? No, not no. I did. Do you know what? I didn't even know until we broke up. His name was Matt Willis. He, he went by the name Matt J when he was in busted the first time round. I. This is really weird because. I just looked to the side to look like what music I've got on the shelf here, because this is where Chris got all his music. And all I can see is
0: my busted albums,
1: because I thought like my eye goes straight to <laughs>
0: Now, I hate to be the party pooper, but I'm afraid, once again, I need to be. Because I have to... Prepare dinner, and I have to pick up a little one from uh, daycare. So, uh, can I pr- can let's I go. propose that we move on to the Devil's Advocate we- round? Move on, really come on. Good. We've you're been the around the chase for oh, now. Hold on, an hour hold on. You're the it's one, one time who's been
2: complaining there. about Bruce Springsteen for hours. You took it on a tangent. Hey, yeah, let's that's do what it. I do. Good,
1: yeah. bad. Sisters, brothers, non-binary, others, welcome to the uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop wrestling podcast. Devil's Advocate round. With myself and Graham, and our guest this week, who is Ryan, uh, we'll be throwing devil's advocates at each other, which I'll stay with you not believe in, for 20 seconds. One is wrestling, one is non-wrestling themed. Anyone taking issue what we say, take out the DA, DA. At dying format, Michael Pellegrini, on Twitter. So Ryan, as always, you have prerogative as to who
0: you deliver to first you're well, so, assuming he even has devil's advocates like he obviously didn't when he arrived at the show he might not have had time
2: uh, uh, no nope. no hey hey you know what i'm prepared hey. graham i'm oh. prepared okay so, you so or receiving uh giving okay because i'm a giver okay who's so it? um let's go with graham okay now graham Obviously, you know what a Devil's Advocate is. I believe I do,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, do you know, I'm trying, I don't, I have one for each of you. That's how it is. All right, that's Fine. Now, I'm obviously trying to be more positive. The antithesis of the Devil's Advocate is known as the promoter of the faith or promoter of the cause. And yes, I have double-checked this and looked it up. So, Graham. Yes. To be more positive, your promoter of the cause is the greatest commentator in the history of professional wrestling, is Matt Lewis.
0: Am I supposed to agree with the statement or disagree with the yeah, statement? Agree. I don't know. You're really supposed to, to agree comment. with it. Oh, I'm supposed to agree with it. Okay, hold on. Well, I I wasn't sure because you're messing around with me. I'm like, he I'm was, I don't do, was do the time I'll do that. Stuff. Okay, well, absolutely, of course. What's The reason why we do this um, independent podcasting thing is, obviously, all of us, We there's lots of people out there, they've got the professionals, but what are we listening to? We're listening to the common people. To me, that's far more interesting, because that's far more relatable, because that's what we are ourselves. So for that reason, that's the strength that Matt brings into it. Now, Matt's obviously been practicing for years on this. He's natural for this job, and he's the best commentator around. Yeah, that's definitely a, an easy one to fit as a positive one. Matt, Matt was always suited for that role. He, he now- just... He just didn't have that job before, but he's—it's a job he's always—he should
2: have always had, to be quite honest. And now, Matt. Yes. Oh, you're promoter of the cause. Yes. Is that your co-host, Graham, has two of the best children that you've ever met, and they are going to go far in this world. Absolutely. Have you met Mason and Jackson? They are
1: amazing kids. Mason, in particular, he's he's winning medals at wrestling. He's going for. He's proven his dad wrong that he could that he would never be any good at wrestling. He's proven him wrong. Jackson, he's getting balls from future Hall of Fame players. You are like, you've broken the cardinal rule there, right? Now, now, now. So
2: all I'll say is. Fuck off with your constant negativity, gentlemen! <laughs> <laughs> All of that for one but joke. You don't re- that's a bit. <clears throat> sure. You got to It's got to be yeah, half but you know and what? Half. I break the rules. Yeah, you are. But the the that that rule
0: is one that I'm not. Why just fair, I didn't come up with that. He did. So that's not breaking the rule. That's one. I, I think it's unfair that you should bring my children into a devil's advocate. Like I, I don't mind you picking on me. You can say anything you like about me, fair, me, though, that. That was quite a nice one, Graham. So it's fine. Yeah, it was a promoter of the cause
2: the yeah. promoter of the cause is talking about the positive things yeah. Wait, well, on I think sh- I don't know I have no idea on that <laughs> shell,
1: on that shell, do you want your wrestling one or your non-wrestling one first Ryan let's do let's get
0: Not- the rest oh, well these actually weren't wrestling. Weren't well mine was wrestling but his wasn't so I don't know yeah he yeah one of each does it one each does it yeah we had different ones I yours was non-wrestling mine so, was wrestling. so
1: yeah. who wants to receive for me first
2: Chris oh come on that was that was wide open
1: i will take Ah. a devil's advocate okay graham you can have um my wrestling one for you is i can't wait for the launch of the fourth
0: wwe brand oh absolutely more is better with things like that we already talked about this fact there's a loaded roster there and you're not getting a chance to shine give those people a chance to shine get those new people on we talk about the people who are coming up on the indies they're the people we want we want the people out from performance center show us what they got we're waiting for that fourth brand we always like something fresh and new we've seen those people on the main three rosters let's see the people who I haven't seen so much and let's see it on that fourth brand they announced yeah. it was it came out yeah. it came out- is there an announcement I missed? Uh, this morning
1: there was a press release nxt is being made out to a full third brand again Oh, and okay. level up is going to become the new fourth brand for developmental
2: it, it level up is still a thing I feel level like I ask this every time up. I'm on the show
1: level up is not, yeah. it's not, it's not only that but it's going to be going head to head with uh Rampage it'll probably beat them so that's that that's that might be risky but it's it's but there's, there's developmentals that's that I'll, I'll wait and see on that side of things and seed ranking be going up so I can see what I want to push in more okay um ryan do you want your wrestling or non-wrestling one let's go non Non non-wrestling one first for you okay a xbox 360 signed by abraham lincoln would be the most prestigious thing in my (laughs) gaming collection
2: as that would be a very prestigious thing i i unfortunately do have to disagree because i already have one signed by napoleon as Graham and I spoke about yesterday, um, though, the Abraham Lincoln would be a fantastic <laughs> thing to add in there, right next to Napoleon, uh, because Abraham Lincoln had... Oh, oh, I love that. Did you, did you know that we had already had that conversation? Okay, good. Yeah, I saw I saw it, and I was very happy about it. I was like, excellent, excellent, excellent. Depending right. on the money, I would actually buy that just for lulls. <laughs> okay graham i'm
1: gonna flip back i'm, I'm happy to live all of mine and receive all of them it's fine so Graham, i'll give you your normal thing one now quickly um do you want one or two
0: are you broke up if you said it i didn't hear anything do you want one or two? Oh, oh you're giving me a choice
1: one it's always one okay <clears throat> I always tune into a nine-year-old's podcast to get told how to round up numbers.
0: Um, Sure, absolutely. Like, um, I don't know any nine-year-olds that I would listen to except for my son. I don't know if he does any podcasts on numbers. But yeah, it's always good to do a little refresher on things. Sometimes when you're teaching at a much higher level, like calculus and polynomials and parabolas and things like that, you often forget about the simple things. So it's always good to get advice from a fresh perspective as well. You obviously know that youth give a totally different um, perspective than adults do. I have no idea what that's in reference to as well. There's obviously something I forgot
1: on the most recent episode of JGB, which is out now on the J- on the VGM network. Of course, I plugged it again on Bang Bang this week, Graham. I plugged it again on Bang Bang. um Jackson uh, says, "Why don't they round the numbers up?" And then he says, like "We could round it up this," and he, he explains what rounding up is. I'm like, Jackson, I didn't come here for a lecture on mathematics.
2: <laughs> I
1: did. This is literally Bob Mills at your heart at that point. So, yeah, your other one, Graham, what would have been uh, display cases aren't worthy of diamond dozen ball players' gloves? Because I believe Jackson wants a glove for Jackson's glove.
2: I'm looking for this press release, by the way, and I'm not finding it.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll link it to you later on. It was from Cartaholic reporting it, anyway. Um, right, so Ryan, your, yes, your wrestling one for me is What the WWE needs is another women's championship.
2: You know, I actually do agree with that. I think a mid-card women's title would be a fantastic thing. I actually think that it would help them build their stars and get them ready for the women's championship run, and it would give us something different than just the same four women in the world title picture.
1: Good on time. They legitimately are doing
2: that. Well, as long as they actually change the belt designs and put the right belts on the right brand, I don't really. I, th- I actually think that might be a positive. Maybe, maybe, but I think is, is there a depth on as, the brand for it? As long as they don't run it like uh Jade Cargill. That's the thing.
1: Is it? Is there? Is there a depth for it? Is there a depth for? It? But wait and find out. I guess. Hey. Okay. I'm all, I'm all DA'd out, Graham, so hit me.
0: I haven't done any so far. Yes, oh, I was, can, I give, can I give Ryan his first? Go ahead. I was just, you can see what it was. Uh, this is a bit of a wrestling one. <clears throat> after AEW called their second show Rampage, I was really hoping that they would continue to name their shows after classic video games. I'm really disappointed they called it Collision and not AEW Oregon Trail.
2: I mean, obviously, Oregon Trail is a classic game, and it is about traveling. It is about overcoming hardships, which AEW has had to do the entire time. They, they've they had to scratch and claw their way from relative obscurity to the juggernaut <clears throat> that they are today because they totally didn't have billions of daddy's money.
0: Uh- Um, guys, I apologize. I have massive lag right now, so I'm, I missed. I only caught about five seconds of Ryan's uh, thing. So it,
1: it all came through far my end, Graham. It's fine.
0: That's what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping for. And it was all
2: amazing right. and eloquent. I, well,
0: well, I'll listen to the I'll listen to the episode later, so I'll catch everything I missed. Anyway. I was right. one uh, when Morgan Trail came um, out. Oh, there we go. All right, so Matt, your devil's advocate then is. Um. Now, hold on, let me get my timer back on because it just logged out. There we go. Now that Paris knows that you're an expert chef, his next proposal should be that you make some soup while commentating for the next 8th CXW show. Well, I would be happy doing that, Graham. I would be invited
1: back to cook for the next one, Graham, so I think I can sort that out for it. I'll get the pans ready, Graham. I'll get my headset on. I can, I can, I can get cracking. I can go bang, 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 bang a few times, Graham, because... You tried doing it when Zing was going, great, which cancelled everything out, so it was a bad idea for you. But Matt will make sure the sound is perfect.
0: Uh, it, it, it was just an easy one with you mentioning the fact that you had that. That was not the original one that I had planned. Uh, but having Ryan here as well, and Ryan referencing Soupgate again. Soupgate will never not be funny to me as far as I'm concerned.
2: All of that noise caused me to spill water all over myself. I was trying so hard to make sure it came through. <laughs> I heard
0: it. I heard it. Uh, you want me to give the rest of my devil's advocate? My out? pants are
2: go, wet now. Yeah,
0: sure. All right, Ryan, your second one then is this is the non-wrestling one. I don't know if this one really works, but hey, whatever. Uh the dent in gamers' heads from wearing headphones is the gamers equivalent of a tramp stamp.
2: I mean, it's absolutely, we all do it so we can pull uh, the fellas and or ladies at the club by bending over, but we don't have to bend over to show our tramp stamp. We just have to take off our hat for a second and just be like, oh, oh yeah, no, don't worry about that. It's just my, uh, my headset. And um, so what are you doing later, baby? <laughs> <laughs> a pick up line and that advocate. That's the first. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I'm glad you responded. I, w- I was going to mention it, but I was like, "Shoot!" I was like, "If these guys, like, if these guys haven't seen the story, I need to make sure I post I about it." I saw it, it Graham. So, I, don't I, think- I wasn't sure if you had, but that's why I had to tag you on the post. I, on Wednesday I I
1: sure don't wear it. a headset, Graham, when I'm when I'm gaming anymore. To be fair, I, mainly because Graham, uh, because it's great. This this mic I use here, Graham, I just use that one now. You see, that? So I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, the other thing is Graham is because um, it's never a low blow because I've got that on indents on my ears for my glasses and on wow. my nose and yeah so uh yeah thanks for that for, for the dents believe me i've been living for the last 20 years with glass yeah,
2: see graham accuses me of bringing his children into a negative conversation when in reality it was a positive conversation yet he makes fun of you for something that you have to live with matt are you okay
1: I'll, I'll be all right ryan I'll okay right.
2: i just want to make sure because graham is very terrible to you
1: i'll be all right i'll get through it i'm sure
2: <laughs> all right well
0: graham did you ever know think you'd like see this, the day uh... that
2: uh matt and i were teaming up on you instead of you and i teaming up on Matt?
0: <laughs> matt i don't know if you're gonna like this next one then very much Bring i'm hoping this made the uh, i'm hoping this made the bbc news i'm sure it did um, the smoke coming from the wildfires in Canada that is currently spreading all over the USA is nothing in comparison to the smoke that I blow up Paris's ass every time I talk about CXW.
1: Are you kidding, Graham? Smoke is so bad, Graham, inside. It would people to wear masks in, in America at the moment, again, that's how bad it is, apparently. And of course, I blow a lot of smoke up Parrish's ass because otherwise, how is he going to get around everywhere in Braintree and Widtham and Colchester? He needs a lot of help I had to keep him going, Graham.
0: Hi. Um, it was a current news story. I had something to smoke <laughs> and I had to think of something that was non wrestling related. So the that really
1: whole... ironic thing, Graham, is, is that's all come, f- and, you know, I'm my my for everyone affected by the fires in quebec of course oh yeah,
0: yeah. Is it's in quebec Alberta. obviously
1: and it's blowing down the, the eastern seaboard um the Mon- the montreal grand prix is next weekend graham in quebec absolutely fine it's because it, it, it's upwind of it oh
0: of course yeah yeah so it's it find... all right what's that did it affect you at all in Boston? I know um, New York
2: was really bad. We, we've had some hazy, hazy days. Um, it's not nearly as bad as it was in New York, though. And it's we've had uh, air quality alerts. Um, a lot of, if you're outside, don't do anything super strenuous because you'll be inhaling all these particulates and shit like that. Um, I am a homebody, so it doesn't really matter because I can't go outside anyways so what does it matter and there's a cat screaming in another room Um, I don't know if it's due to the the smoke from the wildfires Uh, she could just be screaming because she's a dumbass but who knows I saw I did
1: see a great uh, message shared out by have I got news for you which is a a typical news show in the UK Um, New York City issues warning as Donald Trump turns invisible by smoke but um and I'm thinking like given that he's just been indicted again um I'm like well unlike the fog one of those will stick surely
2: I voted for the mole people I don't know
1: I, absolutely absolutely so Ryan thank you so much again for for popping onto the show and keeping Graham somewhat in line um and well this is like, I, we love having you on your 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 Hall of famer first a first uh, ballot as well. And you are, as we mentioned uh, a ago, you are directly responsible for me having commentary gig as well. So Ryan, thank you so much.
2: I do what I can and I enjoy, I enjoy it. I really that do. I, 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 I told uh, Graham this yesterday before I was booked on this lovely show that I still enjoy doing this. I just don't want to produce it and I don't want to edit it. So you used to edit. No, I ma- was edited. I made trash can edit it. Well, just buy a new trash can. I, I I did, and I put some wood in it and everything. That is not a sexual reference, Matthew. Thank you very <laughs> much. Um <laughs> But it just wouldn't edit my podcast for me, so I left it outside, like the the trash can that it is. Um, I think it was because I bought a plastic one instead of a metal one, but, you know, it happens. Well, thank you so much again, buddy. Um, If people want to get in touch with you, how can they? How should they? Uh, Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at The Matt Attack UK or Podfather Mags. (laughs) Um, or I guess at Nish guy, whatever that guy's a fucking creep, but, um, especially in this, uh, this, this world of, um, summer gaming that is happening right now. I have a lot of things to say. And I want to say my condolences to Phil Spencer and the folks over at Xbox for having their big announcement that the Persona 3 remake is coming out, and it's coming to Game Pass. Get spoiled by Atlas not knowing how Instagram works, because um, I'm sure that's going to be a big reveal on Sunday at the Xbox Showcase. We knew we
1: knew Persona 3 was coming to Game
2: Pass, though, so dude. It was announced last year. You no, know, the Persona 3 remake. Oh yeah that leaked because atlas accidentally posted it to their instagram early uh mm-hmm. persona 3 remake and a new persona 5 spinoff that looks to be a tactical game Ooh, uh, so if you want to follow it. me and talk about that kind of shit, at Nish guy if you want to talk to me about anything else at podfather mags or at that mad attack uk
1: I'm Mod, you do of gaming as well. And let's not forget of course Starfield gets fully, fully announced on Sunday as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've cleared my schedule and I will be talking about it on Twitter, I'm sure. So please join the conversation and go follow my buddy uh, Wobble Pop TV, a new Twitch streamer at Wobble Pop TV. Good guy plays a lot of uh, wrestling games and horror themed games and old school point and click adventures. And I know he's never going to hear this because he doesn't listen to podcasts, <laughs> but I am shouting him out nonetheless at Wobble Pop TV. That's W O B B L E P O P T V. I
1: do on that note need to do to, to say Dez from. Uh... Desi from CXW, he's the lighting guy. He completed a 24-hour gaming stream on Twitch this weekend just gone. He raised five and a half grand for Young Lives Against Cancer. Well done, buddy. Well done. We are so proud of you at CXW, mate. Okay, right. It's time to move on to the FanCop moments. Right, it's it's time for fan comment. It's Graham. Um, His internet has um, gone the way of Katie Vick and died. Um, So (laughs) I'm still with um, I'm still with Ryan, um, and we're gonna get through the uh, the fan comments as best we can. Okay, so I'm gonna kick us off, Ryan. That's right with you. Uh,
2: I think this is my first fan cop moment that I've actually had to record. So you you lead the way, sir.
1: I will indeed. I'm gonna start the Queen of the Indies, Tiffany. Good cop moment. Uh, Billy Starks graduated and is ready to take on the world. See her on A-Dub soon. And was auditorium by multiple accounts, so congratulations to them.
2: Okay, so do you, want to, do you want to do the next one, Ryan? Yeah, why not? Um, So we got uh, the mid... I, I can't talk. We just talked for so long. Oh, Midwest well, Wrestling... Easy to mix that one up, trust me. God, this is you, your name is. It's just it's it's not rolling off my tongue, and I apologize. The Midwest Wrestling Ground Up Podcast at MWR Pod four one four. So we got the great cop moment of ICW Milwaukee running a super awesome quote unquote family friendly show last weekend. Not bad for a deathmatch promo. I love that. I absolutely love when deathmatch kind of does something a little out of the ordinary for what they're doing mm, and then we have the amazing an, to be just so good, yeah. yeah we have an amazing cop moment this is this is an amazing cop moment of p-o-w-w entertainment running illinois first all pride show great job and we're going to shout out to you at rotten germ 77 germ t ripper uh matteo and moondog it wouldn't let me tag you that's fantastic absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic we love
1: hearing we love hearing about pride stuff uh i'm gonna go next to dan griffin because i don't because steve was talking about me and i don't like to talk about myself too much um good cop moment gcw tournament and cage of survival was insane uh rena yamashita was incredible and we got deathmatch el desperado we mentioned that earlier about how good you see W was this past weekend. Of oh, course, oh hell of a
2: show, hell of a show.
1: Uh, back on went Blake Christian at Cade of Survival. Boo. Hmm. Is that
2: do you share that opinion? Like I said, I think it was a great moment. Um, I like Blake Christian. Um, but obviously he is the heel, so he is getting the proper reaction from Mister Griffin.
1: Yes. So that's good then bonus cop moment it's against all odds this weekend and it looks ace it is a well-balanced card i feel
2: it is impact has been on a roll lately they've uh, been doing some good stuff can't, can't say a lot of bad about what impact has been doing yeah but that's that's good though nothing nothing
1: bad apart from letting them letting go of jordan grace somehow i mean maybe you want to move on but that Marys, is that it's, come on you know jordan grace she's is phenomenal Uh, Who's next for you, then, buddy?
2: Hmm. Let's choose. uh... Hold on. I'm I'm doing very very poorly right now. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. Um, I'm going to actually, you know, because you don't like to talk about yourself. I'll choose the Mount Rushmore Wrestling Podcast. Thank you. Um, talking Good Cop. The fact that Matt Attack UK, who's known as Matt Lewis professionally, and personally, legally, I guess, has to talk about CM Punk more now. Boo. Bad cop, what he's actually going to say about him. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say, I think you were pretty amicable in your disagreements with Mr. Brooks uh, on today's episode. I think, I think you handled yourself professionally.
1: Well, we'll find out if, 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 he, if AJ Lee decides to hunt me down or not afterwards. Actually, on that note, I want to mention, um, I, I saw a, um, I saw an interview Punk was giving at some point, maybe a year or two ago, I'm not sure. And he was talking about um, the racism that AJ Lee faced. Um, I, God, to me i i have this problem quite a lot i don't see people you know as color sometimes i, I sometimes miss when they are because or because i'm not looking for that sometimes oh, now, i agree but I, i'm the same way i mean that's i mean some people say well how can you talk to someone who's black or not i'll be honest i wasn't sure that sasha banks was Oh, I thought, she, I, thought she was, I thought she was really, really tanned and um, had a really, really bright hairstyle. So it threw me off for a lot of years. Now, that's on me, for that, and I apologise for that, Um, but I didn't know AJ Lee was, but that's again it's on me, sort of thing. But piece of crap, whoever was, who was racist to her, piece of crap, Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I only, I, I, you know, to be fair, I only knew because I saw her last name was Mendez, and I went, oh, well, wait a second. Um, but you know, not, not to, you know, I know oh, it sounds, cool. it sounds corny, um, but I'm very similar. I don't, uh, I don't really try. Uh, I don't look at people based on their race, um, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I don't really care. Uh, a good person's a good person, an asshole's an asshole.
1: Absolutely. End Absolutely. of story. Absolutely. Good cop moment from UTT Rob. Uh, been watching Ricky Star matches from the nineteen fifties, the guy with a genius. Bad cop moment, MLW is finding back on the UK. Is finding back on UK TV. That's a good cop moment. The bad cop is it's four months behind the US. Oof. Um WTF cop moment, Uncle Dave's ramblings about Bitzkin wrestling and a discussion about world of sport which of course was a British wrestling promotion. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre.
2: Your next one, sir. Of course, of course. You know what? Let's uh let's go with the people's champ.
1: Ah, BFR. JCB. JCB. Yes.
2: Uh, God, why do why do people have to have tags that are that at BFR underscore PSP underscore JCB. Good cop moment. Punk's return only guarantees Morris hot takes from Matt, always here for an epic rant. Bad cop moment, the booking of Jade's defeat, holding the division and holding pattern until Chris came back, did little for anyone, but Statlander could not agree more. Yes, they could have The whole know, thing, uh, funny. Uh, it's funny. Um, and and I, have a, I have a bad tendency of doing this. I'm surprised anyone wants to watch professional wrestling with me. Um, at the beginning of that match, i said jade's gonna win because chris Statlander is going to be the one to beat her and i was told yeah okay whatever well she did. 20 minutes later <laughs> yeah absolutely no it's it's been clear booking for months now and it was one of the reasons that i never uh subscribed to jade cargill i do not think she ever came off to me as a strong champion because it was just, yeah, we're just waiting for Chris to come back. End of story. Indeed. So,
1: Indeed. Um, Ring of Honor Referee at Ring of Honor Referee. Um, good cut moment. Although TV this week was sub part, it was great to have one half of the Brainbuster boys, Mr. Beaumont Rand, no people. He's not ready to Rand Paul to join, um, Will, uh, Mercia and I, okay, Micah, we will reschedule. I'm guessing that Micah, who is our Dada, I'm guessing. Who else you got, buddy?
2: Who? Let's uh, let's take a look. What do we got here? What do we got here? Um, we're gonna skip that one. And I lost the other page. There it is. All right, let's talk. You know what? Let's talk some high five, Tom.
1: Ah, high five, Tom. The the, the positive man of the network.
2: Thank you, Cop Moment. Having the opportunity to chop it up with JCB and Brett. Apologies. Either Jaeger or Jagger. Apologies on this week's episode of the Phoenix Splash podcast about my new favorite uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, albeit with a slight correction. As Graham, uh, that's Graham Graham of the uh, Good Cop Bad Cop, of course, and Matt are the most prolific members of the Visionary Global Media, and I'm going to add family to the end of that. The Vision Visionary's Global Media family.
1: As much as I would like to take that, um, Graham actually says you could um, Matt and Podfather Mags is what Graham replied to that. Um, Mags is only doing one show now, unfortunately for us. Unfortunately for us, it's great for him because he's in a much better place. Uh, I, however, um, I don't do as much as I used to do anymore. Uh, That that definition now most definitely goes to the Rainbuster Boys. I think they're taking over the network. I would agree. and it's not a bad thing it's a good thing right um i'm gonna i'm gonna have to talk about myself here total steve-o um good cop moment hearing matt on the bang bang podcast um i was the i was lucky enough to go on his show uh, this past weekend and talk about one night stand 2007 it was mixed we'll leave it at that uh it's some great rants and great great takes on it though um Bad Cop being rejected for epoxy transfer within my own company. Uh, He's genuinely fuming about it. Well, their loss
2: is what I said for that one, buddy. Their loss. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So. We've got a couple left, I think. I think we do. I've got, uh, and again, apologies for name pronunciation, because it's the internet, and I'm also bad at reading. We have, I'm going with Cherry Gary. Cherry Jerry. Cherry, Jerry it is Jerry god yeah. damn it I was kind of flipping back and forth but whatever a uh, good cop moment got to attend the movie premiere of Transformers Rise of the Beasts free food nice celebrities and giant cosplayers oh bad, bad cop moment the traffic after the movie was crazy
1: Yes, of course, Cherry Jerry is based in the Philippines, of course. Um, congratulations, getting to the premiere, buddy.
2: Not Big, you know what? Big fan of Philippines. Um, I have a I have a friend um, from Philippines who just relocated to Toronto, and I just watched a documentary on Filipino food in the United States that was really, really good, it's and it made me want to try a lot of new things. There's a lot
1: of really good food in the Philippines, to be fair, which I just haven't got around.
2: No, funny funny enough um about five minutes from where I grew up my father's house uh there's a, a Filipino grocery store that I have never gone to and that is a tragedy that I need to uh take care of because I have a whole list of things shout out to Paul he's also not listening but he's my my Filipino buddy um for for giving me a bunch of uh Filipino snacks that I should try out so <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, I've got um, two more. One's one's been sent to me offline here, so I'll do that one momentarily. I'm gonna last one on Twitter that we have is uh, from from Peak Batters. A uh, good cop moment: Field Hall winning the number one contenders match on NXT. She has so much personality and character; never fails to make me smile. The bad cop moment is from them: is the passing of the legend, the Iron Sheik. Um. At the start of the show, you would have heard me mention, uh, whilst it's very sad that such hunted wrestler has passed on and condolences to his friends and family, but the man was racist and homophobic and I have my own opinions on him. So, um, yes, while it's very sad for all involved around him, um, I'm not going to miss him too much.
2: I also, I'm going to use this as a moment um, I'm getting a little sick and tired of uh, hearing about tragic passings of people who lived well into their 80s or 90s. Yeah. It's not tragic. It's sad a way of life it's sad yeah, but... but it's not tragic um now obviously you know uh senor uh pig's bladder did not say it was tragic but it's just something i've noticed recently where they're like oh such a tragedy she passed away she was only 96 and it's like bro she she lived a good life most likely most most of us will be lucky if we get past 70.
1: i'll
2: definitely get past 40
1: where i'm going um mm. And the last um, bad cop moment comes from one MGB, Graham. Um, Who? And, indeed, it's, um, Graham. When he, du- when he when he ducked offline um, because of the internet problems he was having, having, uh, NBC have just announced they have cancelled Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Young Rock series. It, was, it will not be coming back for a fourth season. NBC,
2: what are you thinking? It was great. It's a good show. Uh, you know what? But at the same time, I get it. You know, it has a very niche audience. But it was um, doing well in the writing as well. It was weird. Yeah. And it was a really well done sitcom. It you was. Know, uh, it you was. Know, that's rare that, nowadays. Yeah. That 50% autobiographical and that 50% obviously like outlandish, you know, sitcom style. It was really enjoyable. Um, I think it was extremely well cast. I would argue if you put a picture of, and I am blanking on the guy's name, the guy who plays the adult rock, um, he was in Alien Covenant, really talented actor. Um, if you put a picture of him next to a picture of the rock from the mid 90s, you can't tell the difference he had the mannerisms down. he looks just like him um you know same thing for the folks they got to play his parents you know they look spot on to how they look in the real life um you know it, you know having the uh the 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 book end of it being his presidential election i am a you know yeah really big fan of bookended shows where it's a you know present or future telling a story from the past um i i really really think that it was a a good show and that's uh that's that sucks that uh yeah. that's and not to mention um the fact that we had randall park in it i am a massive randall park fan um so that sucks and especially because it didn't get the opportunity to go out on its own term um i hate when shows get canceled with no notice or between seasons and they never get a chance to wrap it up so yeah, that's sad
1: absolutely on that side of things um i mean literally i mean i mean looking at uh, the people who played him during uh, um in um, it was Uli, uh, like who like yeah. Um, yeah, he played the 18 to 26 year old Dwayne. Uh, he looks a spitting image of him.
2: Oh, no, you honestly, I've shown pictures of him to my friends who watch wrestling, and they were unable to tell the difference.
1: And being in mind, 26 years old, he was, um, just coming onto main roster, I think, at the time,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. They where they were in the show, he had just, uh, it was it was just him turning heel with the nation. It was it was the birth of the Rock is where they they ended it pretty much, and that is a tragedy because on that that's a real that's an entertainment tragedy. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's there was so many more stories of his rise to stardom. You know, one more season is that really going to hurt you, NBC? You're worth billions. Uh, so.
1: Apparently, so. <laughs>
2: you know and what does that cost you the production value were never super high it was a lot of single area episodes taking place in their apartment or taking place in a venue or whatever your production values couldn't have been that high hell just find a local indie in los angeles and you know have them set up and then just green screen in a wwe crowd it's fine hang on a second who who was john twee playing in it
1: um that's uh, that's not gonna make lot to a lot to a lot of people and Graham's gonna be saying like what's he talking about he's in back to later on John twee um it was um in many see in a couple of seasons of the power Rangers so I'm very keen as to who he's playing in uh in young rock that's all very keen to find out um yeah. he played, oh he's playing alpha yeah yep Oh,
2: that, that makes sense.
1: That makes so much sense. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's, that's a good
2: one. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that, you know, many people not, might not know that Grayson Waller plays Ric Flair. This, I mean, matter of people
1: who won't know that. It's, I mean, which, for which series do you play Ric Flair in? I'm just, Young Rock. Yeah, which one? I mean, he's 1987 not, not version, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, dear, dear, dear. <laughs> Adam Ray. Um, please don't make that. Adam Ray plays Vince McMahon. Don't make it your habit, buddy. Is what I would say. Right, thank you so much, buddy, for um, stepping into fancon moment moments. So I appreciate it. Of course, always a pleasure. Um, you know, I, I get paid double for this, so it works. Absolutely, and double nothing is nothing, so that's fine. Nothing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So take care, guys, and uh, we're now off on our summer break. Uh, we'll be back once uh, Graham has decided to get back to 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 America. Um. As always, um, I'm Matt, and that's Ryan, and. Uh, Hello! We're out of here. Take care, guys. Bye!
2: The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Compitech.com Licensed? Under creative commons by attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creative slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.